All right, so when we start getting into the history and stuff, I'd like you to bring in Jeff, too, because he's our history guy. Cool. And we got hammered a little bit for not doing Being well enough on the history side of it. What's that? I can't keep up with guys whose entire hobby is one particular area of history? <laughs> <laughs> Some people's kids, man. I, I did start recording again. Oh, well, good. <laughs> you, can leave, you can leave that in the opening. <laughs> I will own that statement all day long. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. Thanks, Rick, uh, but you're not here because we're at Snafu. What? Well, well. Sorry, we miss you, Rick. Miss and you, Rick. Rick isn't. Rick is not. He's in Wisconsin somewhere, uh, probably on his way to being drunk right now, I'd imagine. I would hope so. It's a yeah. wedding. It's, it's a, a good wedding. wedding. It's a wedding in Wisconsin. That's what they do, right? He's there with his wife. Oh, without yeah. Without his kids. Yeah. So good luck, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> We're rooting for you. <laughs> we are. You can do it. All right. So. This is Snafu. It's no defense. Who is here is obviously me, Pat, and uh, we've hey, got Pat. Jeff. Yo. Hey, Jeff. Dale's here. I am here. Thank you, sir. And we had an open mic, so we figured we'd flesh. grab Mr. John Russell, hey, who's here. Nice to be here. John yeah. Russell. <sighs> brought to you by Warlord Games. Games. Sponsored by um, the Snafu Podcast. That's what we are. That's who we are. That's the name of this, that's <laughs> name of this rodeo we have. <laughs> All right, so... Friday night was last night. Tonight's Saturday night. We did the Recon Rumble. I think that was well received. We had more, yes, last, more than we did. Yes, we did. Yep. Nice job, Pat, on that. That's Very Pat's nice. baby. We'll, yeah. do, uh, we'll do kind of a, 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 an actual episode where we kind of break down a little bit more of the details. But yep. that went great, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. What we really want to talk about is uh, Korea. Well, Korea, thank you very Congratulations much. Congratulations on it. Awesome book. Thank you. Heavy book, I might add. Yeah, 240 pages. Dense. Yeah, dense. Seemed seem dense. Dense, yeah. A lot of words. <laughs> Most and, of them English. And we're bringing up Korea because John worked on Korea. Steve Smith and myself wrote the Korea book, yes. Yeah. So we wanted to take advantage of the fact that, that John's here because I think we all secretly believe in our gamer hearts that we could right. we could do this. I think we can. It's easy. <laughs> easy. Just throw yeah. some words out. You have some ideas and boom, book. All right. How hard can it be? And what, so we're, Two, three weeks maybe? We're here to uh, ask, ask John... Well, how hard can it be exactly? Right. So, where does this whole thing start at? About three years ago, uh, I I figured, you know, it's right after World War II, it's five years. It's got to be easy. My dad was in the last part of the war, so I wanted to do something for him. And uh, I think it was the next progression for, for Warlord, it's a bolt-action game. So, I started bugging John Stollard and Paul Sawyer. See you bugging late. people. I yeah. what? It doesn't seem like you. Surprise, right? And I kept on suggesting, "Hey, I think it'd be a good idea. A good idea." Well, and then Paul finally just to shut me up, decided to go talk to Osprey, and Osprey was hesitant at first as well. Here, here go on up in the corner and start writing your book. No, right. go right now That's and right. do that. Well, he, he got some pushback from Osprey because you know Osprey's like, "Well, there's re- really is there anything there? It's Korea, you know what? You know what so, happened there? No one knows. Yeah, everyone you know, forgot about it. Yeah, so." Paul finally said, okay, it was about January, uh, two years ago. Uh, they said, okay, go, 
You've got six months, 55,000 words. So they came back and kind of greenlit the project. Greenlit the project. So then I'm like, So at oh. that point, were you surprised or did you did you have any indication that that either you'd wore them down or, I mean, uh, yes and all that did you above. wake up and go, holy crap? Yes, all of that and okay. above. And then oh, no, like, now I have to do this. <laughs> why wasn't I writing anything in between as I was bugging? You know, I was collecting stuff and, sure. and gathering things and uh, there's a... A nice little coin set you can go out there and collect from a, uh, one of those multiple coin companies. Me and my dad started collecting it. and uh, It's a half dollar on circulated. It's got a nice little p- picture on the back and then a little story and stuff. And it comes every month and you send them money and they send you more. You know, one sure. of those, like Columbia, you know, the Columbia Book Club. or It's a subscription, basically. A subscription, yeah. Right. So that was helpful. But then I'm like, oh, crap, now I start writing this. So I talked to Steve Smith and bless his heart, he, he really thought the same thing I did. You know, we need okay. to do this. So... He picked up that rugby ball and he took off down the field. So I started blocking for him. Okay. And uh, he ended up writing about 70, 80% of it mm-hmm. uh, over long periods of nights. And we wanted to put a lot of the stuff in there, but we, we maxed out quickly with 17 scenarios and five army lists. And and during my, as I was running around the States doing Warlord stuff, I kept on talking about Korea. And I ran into this one guy at a convention and said, You need to talk to Leo Barron. Because he just finished writing a book about Chip Young Nee and, and uh, Operation Chrome uh, Z or Chrome B. That's two of the scenarios in the book. Okay. So I talked to talked to Leo and said, "Oh, it'd be great." Yeah. And I said, "Would you like to write some scenarios?" So he wrote two. I wrote the other fifteen, and then uh, we play tested them as much as we could. And then Steve was writing army lists, and we 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 started out. We wanted to be as neutral as we could. We didn't want to have a slant, you know, east or west or north or south. We That's wanted it to be. That's a typical approach to yeah. this kind of army design, isn't it? Well, yeah, and and well, and like I'm sure Jeff would 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 come along. We want it to be historical, okay. And and, and I, I think it I think it means that much more if that you have a, a historical base. You know, a lot of people know fluffs and stuff and saw Heartbreak Ridge and and all these other shows, but there's a lot more in there than than just those MASH on TV I stuff. Was, I was just sure. going to say that. You just yeah. couldn't take, like, the stuff from MASH and just right. run with that. So. Uh, all right, so we're going to put we're gonna put beyond the spot a little bit. Jeff's our resident podcast historian. He fills us in on what's accurate and not. So you've, you've seen what's the book. You've accurate. gone through it. Yeah. How would you rate How would you rate the, the history part of the Korea book? Um, I think it's as good as you're going to find in any kind of historical miniatures war game. Nice. Anywhere. Thank you, Jeff. And I mean that. I don't. I can't think of any other. First off, it's not a mistake to say that the Korean War is the Forgotten War, especially here in the states. Nobody ever talks about it. There's not almost nothing based around it. And the only thing in pop culture that even remotely relates to it is Mash. And frankly, Mash is a little a, bit more about Vietnam than it is a, yeah. than an allegory for you know Korea. So it's a great book. I think it's every bit as accurate as you could possibly want out of something historical that you're going to play as a war game on the table. Nice. So. I, Thanks for that. I, I like the maps. Yeah. Well, well, well that was... <laughs> that, maps that are was, good. Well, and, and we're going to go down a rabbit hole. Uh, the map idea. Hang on. First rabbit hole about six yeah. minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> RH1. Uh, and uh, Mark. Mark. Okay. So... When Steve and I were doing research for this, we stumbled upon a lot of declassified maps and, and uh, a lot of a lot of declassified material. And, and one of them, if you go to our uh, Facebook Bolt Action Korea webpage, is the cover photo, mm-hmm. and that's the map that we wanted to put in there. And it and it's an old 1950s 
a map with blue arrows for the UN and red arrows for the, the counter-strike and thrust and and, uh, and and recharge. And it was all these you know invasions, all these things back and forth. And right. it was cool. However, uh, when we gave that to Paul, Paul said, "Yeah, I love it too." But Osprey can't do the flip over for the image. What do you mean the flip over well, for they, the they, image? They couldn't. They, they couldn't get the the, um, uh, the 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 JPEG couldn't translate or something like that. Oh, all right. Something in editing. Okay. Sure. All right. Lingo. So, but was it this one on page twenty nine? Exactly. Okay. Page, page twenty nine. Yep. Yep. But Osprey had a Korea book with sure. that map that's on twenty nine. So Osprey went with Osprey map. Now, did they see now they it? can follow along at home. Isn't that nice? I love it. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're driving, don't go to page twenty nine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it is a good map. It yeah. is a good map. And, yeah. And after the New, New Guinea debacle, I didn't want to have no maps. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a debacle, but I missed the maps. Yeah. For some reason, that's how I conceptualize. Okay, so this this theater selector is talking about this. This exactly. part of the geography, exactly, and this is why it mattered in the larger scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. and so, so. W- me and Steve really wanted to have maps. So, and it was a good map. So we did that, and we, we got done about June uh, two years ago. So you, time, you hit that six month mark. Hit six month mark. I so at six stuff. months, how That's many impressive. how many words did you have? Fifty six thousand. Okay, wow. so you actually kept a real. Yeah, a real we, we tried tight. Nice. You know, both of us are retired military guys. You give us an assignment, we'll we'll, we'll get coming right, close, right? So we turned it into Paul. Paul said, this is great, you, you, on time, you know, which is a pet peeve. He, you know, he, a lot of writers sometimes you can't nail it, and mm-hmm. we did our best. He said, the army list looked great, the scenarios looked great, but where's the fluff? And we said, well, we pulled it out. He said, what do you mean you pulled it out? He said, well, you said 55,000 words. We're yeah. at 56,000. He, he said, well, this. Is- so when you turned <laughs> it in, it was 56,000. But there was a lot more that didn't make the, the oh, draft. Oh, yeah, a lot more that didn't make the cut. Okay. So he said, well, this isn't going to work. I'm like, well, okay, fine. Haven't you ever read in- an Army book? Don't you know yeah. about all those bits oh, yeah. in there? Yeah. Okay. And, 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 we, and, and so we went back. He said, go ahead, finish it. Go back. So go, got till December. So they gave us an extension finish it so well i think it was you know yeah yeah five or six more months so we december became the new new mark date okay but you, you got your first one in so you got an extension right okay. so we, we, we first flag done thanks for the so, technical manual we don't sell technical <coughs> manuals right. we, we like right. something else and, and we had and we had some troubles we weren't quite happy steve wasn't quite happy with the chinese and the korean list north korean list and you'd think that if you went into that magic machine and google food it Army list and TONEs would come up. No, it was a black hole. And uh, we, 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 we scoured and looked and scoured and looked. In July of that year, uh, we were at Historicon and I ran into George Nafsinger. Fabulous collection of his stuff, and I, I always recommend going to George. He's basically taken all the stuff that's been released and put it into a format that's readable. And I discovered one of his boxes, and it's written in hand, you know, World War II, East Front, Left Front. Korea. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. the light shone. The jackpot. Jackpot, right? The, the, and this the is halo. in July after your first deadline. Yeah. All yeah. right. Nice. Yeah. So, okay. we, yeah, perfect, right? Yeah, Somebody's 100%. smiling on us. So I pulled out two books out of there. One was uh, SLA Marshall's uh, After Action Report. Uh, the United States Army sent him out to look at why we were having so much trouble in Korea. And they sent Slam out, and uh, he did a bunch of uh, reviews and, and uh, uh after action reports and, and interviewing a lot of the troops on the field 
And because of those interviews, the, the, the whole structure of the United States Army changed to what it is today. So the major update to the doctrine. Major update to the doctrine. And then there was also the second book was uh, after-action reports and interrogation reports from Chinese and North Koreans. So okay. from those two books, we were able to finally cobble together a TONE and some kind of table of organization for the Chinese and the North Koreans. Then, that, then the, the list for those two armies came in tighter. We started to playing around with uh, uh, how to make it the same but different. You know, it looks like a goose, sure. it looks like a duck, but it's a goose kind of thing, I always say. Yeah. And uh, so we got that done, put a bunch of more fluff in, uh, started including UN troops, uh, you know, Ethiopians, Philippines, uh, Colombians, all those folks. And then we put in. Uh, nationalities do different, you know, like, like all the army books do. They have, you know, this is the nationality for this, this nationality mm-hmm. for that. Crack the nut for how to put helicopters in. Crack the nut how to put napalm in. And then we we finally figured out how to, we went back and forth with the grenades and the grenadiers, Chinese grenadiers, working on that. Got all the fluff in that we wanted. Then we got, first we called them heroes, but we w- didn't want to call them heroes. I said, let's call them notable combatants. Mm-hmm. So again, we didn't want to play favorites, so we did three communist and three uh, UN forces. Now, mm-hmm. the communists didn't buy into the cult of personality so much, so it was all those three, with the exception of the People's Tank 215, right. which is an actual piece of equipment in the Beijing Museum, uh, are amalgamation of some reports and people or movies that we watched, and we thought that was kind of cool to put it in there okay. to get the feel and, and reflect the nature of this conflict. Now, the three UN forces are true humans and or horses, and, uh, and, uh, and they're <laughs> and all in horses. there. <laughs> yeah, Reckless is in there. Yeah. And, uh, we, and originally, Reckless was going to be... Reckless was the first model that the studio produced for this book. Because that was going to be the model, and that was going to be the, the figure you got with Korea. Right. But then uh, they discussed, they said, look, this would be the first time we don't put out a mounted miniature. Although Reckless was never rode. She, she carried stuff, and you can read about her on page... Uh, in the back, Notable Combatants. I'll let Pat dig that up. It's all the way in the back. All the way in the back. Uh, notable Combatants starting yeah. at 208. Yeah, it's around back to, to like 208. 209. It's a campaign book. It's over 200 pages. That's right. Uh, right. So we put her in there, but then we changed it because it was we wanted it to be more noticeable, so we made it the chosen, frozen, chosen uh, Marine okay. that you get with the book now. All right. Sergeant Reckless? Yes, Sergeant Reckless. 211. 211. And so, if you have, yeah, and there's a book out on her, and there's some, and there's, and there was, in the 1950s, everybody knew who she was. 135 points as a veteran horse. And she acts as a supply point for your recoilless rifle and a medic. I know, that seems a little... A little expensive. Within three inches of recoilless rifle, they get uh, extra shot each time they fire. Which is amazing. Also <laughs> classified as a medic due to her supportive role guiding, transporting wounded into the battles. And medics in Korea are on a five-up. Five-up, right. She, and she, she got two Purple Hearts. She's the only animal in the history of the United States military that actually was given and held a rank. And when she retired, the soon then after, uh, at the time he wasn't, but he became the Commandant of the Marine Corps, Promoted her to staff sergeant, so she actually held a rank. Is that the three up and three down? Yeah, she, I mean she, she actually held. Imagine a staff having to salute a horse. And, and she was retired, <laughs> right. and then her stipend paid for her room and board, which for is the time cool. she was, which is fantastic. Yeah, and for she's actually, if you're out of Pendleton, if you're out there in California, you, they buried her behind the uh, stables. So the, the actual location of her grave isn't known. Sure. However, there's a nice little. 
uh, memorial plaque right by the, the Pendleton Barrack Stables. And then if you go over to where the uh, – uh, there's a building on the other side of the, of, of the uh, uh, camp that there's a huge statue of her. So wow. it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so, so we got all that done, turned it all in. So all right. So before you, before so we before we go forward, then I have, I have a question. So, I mean, approach to game design. Yeah. Okay. So when you're thinking about what am I going to put into this book, and I'm wondering because I I, I I run myself to the simulation. What would sure. I do? Does the gameplay drive the design, or does the history drive the design? Yes. Yeah. And I expected That's, it's something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. Dodgy. It's, it's, <laughs> well, let me ask you this: when they're in conflict. You go for game. You go for gameplay. You okay. You, you don't want to. Okay. Both actions beautiful. So that's that, what John would do. All right. Yeah. So what do you, what, what, what do you, would you guys do that as well? I think I would. Yeah. I think I would too. You're, you're designing a game first and foremost. So it's got to be fun, right? It's going to be fun and fast, and something people are going to want to play. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah no. That it's a game. It's a game first. You know, make sure the, <laughs> make sure the mechanics work out for everything, and then worry about the rest of it. A great okay. case in point is if you like to fly airplanes. Uh, check Your Six is a phenomenal, great game. Okay. I love Check I Your think, Six. I think the sweet spot is where you, you find that place where you get both. Yeah, and that's what Blood Red Skies does, is it gives you just, and Bolt Action does, it gives you just enough of a realistic play, but it doesn't bog into how many rounds did you fire, and right. you need to keep track of your ammo, and where did this come from. And, I mean, we've all played the Avalon Hill squad leader game. And that was a great game at first, yep. and then it just got bogged down in minutia. Sure, sure. Right. All right, so you've spent a period of time grinding down the will of Warlord. Right. You get the green lights. Right. You draft that first deadline. You get right. the second deadline. So right. now you're approaching the second deadline. Yep, yep. so, and, so and we what, turn everything in. What is this now? About November, December time frame. Okay. Just okay. a year ago? Uh, yeah. Two, year yeah. Ago. Yeah, and uh, so turn it all in. I remember and last Nefu, you were talking to me about that. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he talking to me about this? It has nothing to do with bolt action. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't lead me on quite enough there. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then we were done. So me and Steve moved on to other projects. We figured we're finished. You're not finished with that last, that last draft. You still have to go through the first draft, the second draft back from Osprey. You still have to see the layouts. You still have to see everything. So they asked us how we want to lay it out. We kind of threw it together in an outline and, and put it in there and gave it to him and then we were done we thought well when do you add pictures well then you add pictures and okay. then you add stuff and then so how involved are you in the production process well not the production but after in, after in we had after we handed the manuscript to him we were done is and that then, is that a, a terrifying moment like a hope and a prayer? Is it like maybe? turning in your final essay after you're yeah, graduating? Yeah, you're happy and you're tired all at the same time. Okay. Right. And, and we had to finally, we had to say, st- we got we to gotta stop on this day. Because we kept on, we, we, there was so much stuff that we just couldn't get to. And Jeff would understand, from the historical perspective, you can't put a four-year, I mean, oh my goodness, gentlemen. We've How long got, was well, the conflict? Four, 1950 to 1953. Okay, so it was, it was just so, shy of... It was, well, 50 to 50, June 50 to July 53. So just about two years, three. Okay. okay. And so how much, and you packed all of that history. Into one book. Into one and book. And Bolt Action has how many books and campaign books. Sure. Right. And that was six years. Right. I got a stack about almost three feet high of uh, Bolt Action books, so if that exactly. tells you anything. Yeah. So at some point in the design process, you have to remember you're making a game. So it can't be 
maybe as detailed as you might think you want it to you be when you're starting out, right? You gotta you gotta pick a spot that's a good groove for a game and a good groove of history, like we said, and then just run with it. Right. So we turn it in December. How many words? How many words? Oh, Jesus, I think we quit counting. <laughs> okay. it, it had to be at least 100, 125. The All word right. counter is just like spinning smoke. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, okay. no, can't do it. <laughs> Steve and I were done. We moved on to other things. Sure. Figured we were finished. Well, then life stepped in, okay? And, and a, several events that, if not happening singly, would have been okay. But as they piled and, and piled up, um, uh, uh, Alessio's mother was ill, so Alessio was flying back and forth from Italy and in, in England. Mm-hmm. So Alessio couldn't do his due diligence like he wanted to, because he was I really. Could understand. Like, and, yeah. and when, when the whole process was over, Alessio said, "I wish I would have had more time with this. There was a lot we could have done, mm-hmm. but I really love the history." Mm-hmm. He enjoyed the too. read. Yeah. It's a great read. I really enjoyed reading that that part of it. It was it was really enjoyable. You guys knocked it out of the yeah, park. Yeah, Steve did a fantastic job of research. And I did a lot of the, like I said, scenarios. I did a lot of the box outs for mine. Osprey threw a couple in there. Oh, that's kind of cool. Steve, Steve in one of his, he would like to say if you talk to him, you get him pinned down. One of the many nights he spent on his computer, there's a little blurb in it now. But it was a much, much larger section of Annie. The AT-65 atomic cannon. There's a little blur. I was blur. just going oh, yeah. to try to flip to that, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's in I the think, front part. There's a little box out. Jeff has a little connection to this, if I'm well, not mistaken. It's not specifically the atomic cannon. <coughs> when we were reviewing the book, the guys were very surprised that you could fire any kind of thermal nuclear or regular nuclear device out of an artillery piece. And yeah, that was a box out. Yeah. Right, and I was commenting that, you know, up through the Cold War, my father was a forward observer, and... Uh, Ford Observer units in times of war, you know, if they were going to authorize the release of battlefield nuclear weapons, which to me sounds absolutely insane, but it's is, crazy. But is an army doctrine that exists because someone somewhere decided you could use a nuclear weapon on a battlefield and not somehow start Armageddon, which obviously I don't think that would have worked out the right. way we, we were, wanted it to. That blur popped up, and I'm like, wait a minute. That's why you used you the sure? word tactical in real? front of it, right? Yeah, you step tactical in front of it because that makes it sound like they're not just going to launch. I had to Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't know if that's the source. Wikipedia? Yeah, I'm like... Page 21. Yeah. Right, right. The M65 atomic cannon. Yeah. Now, there we go. Yeah, that I'm thinking, was... What a cool terrain piece. Well, well <laughs> yeah. Steve had one night in his going down rabbit holes, too. Yeah. Uh, had the whole list, point structure, range. <laughs> he, had, he had dealed it out, and it was ready. You could purchase it and put it in your army. Oh, How man. many points did he put it at? Was, it was massive. It was phenomenal. <laughs> but... Paul I mean, said, that would like more than an IS three, right? Lord. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But Paul said, "No, no, we can't have that." So, the thing is, is at a tournament, it wouldn't clear your board; it'd clear board about three o- three boards exactly. over, and, and the three two boards on the other side of the table. So, so yeah, and that got reduced to a box on a page twenty-one. Like, by the way, hey, so how much how much damage did you? So, so people are actually thinking about the game in Warlord. Yeah, yeah, it was. We all know that, but we well, and by this time, Dale, value on that plus ten. Yeah. You, you know, you might say that, actually, but there is also the story of the uh, atomic tank, the Australian yep. uh, Centurion tank that they were nuclear testing on. And, you know, they stuck a couple dummies in it and headed, well, I think like half mile or closer to yeah. ground zero, but a detonation. And after the detonation, they went out. And, yeah, I mean, the the meters inside said the crew would have been killed, but the tank itself was perfectly serviceable. They just had to put some gas in it and turn it on. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't want to jump into that thing. No, I mean it'd be a, it'd be a crew kill, but it wouldn't be a vehicle kill. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, and, and by this time, Paul had started doing research. Because because once you start reading the stories of Creo, you start doing if you do due diligence, you start reading stuff, you start finding stories. So Paul Sawyer at the at the studio started giving us stories and lines. Nice. So it became this, okay, what would you get this week, Paul? Oh, I found this and this. Okay, so Steve put it in there. So I'd be working on my box. I'd work on my box. I'd Steve put some more stuff. So we, we, we put this manuscript in. We've got it all done. We, we, we've outlined it. And, and it's not what you have in your hands. It's it's this chapter, this chapter. Paul, uh, Steve had broke it down into this chapter's here. Insert scenario here. Chapter, chapter. Scatter some uh, box outs here and there. Oh, this box out would be good here. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need more box outs. Okay. So another 25 pages of box outs I did, you know, and they were just paragraphs of this or that or other thing. They scattered just, all through. Just those, those bits of cool yep. information or stories or facts. Yep. Or and, and we put rules in there, too, yeah. for the first time, I think. Then, uh, you know, box outs sometimes are story, but, you know, we, we put the rule in there for the United States Marine Corps' yep. flag jackets. We put the rules in there for the Chinese bugles. We, Which, you know, by the way, is really sneaky because we don't always see those parts. You don't read the book. Yeah. Right, right. We, we kind of get trained RTFP on how to man. process information from the Army books. Right. And right. some of us will just go to the Army list Army list first thing. new yep. units. Yep, and I've discovered some people do that. Right. And like once that. I, I, had a real, yeah. I had a real thin skin at first, and I'm like, wait a minute. And then, like, then I realized that, did you read this part? No, no. Okay. Precisely. When I told this, to, I told you guys this story, and I've told other people, when we talked to Alessio about this, he started laughing his ass off. He reached across his desk, and he grabbed this coffee mug. And in front of the coffee mug, big black letters, RTFM. Yeah. And yep, we're staff who were an 18 plus, so, you know, read the fucking manual. Yeah. And, and, and he just started laughing. He said, welcome to be game design. You know? Well, the, the trick is, is you can have a cup that says that, but you can't always say that. <laughs> actually right. say that. Yeah, but you really want to. I mean, so it's uh, like, I'll read so the book, did please. You read this part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no, I haven't gotten there. Well, let me know what you think when yeah. you get there. Yeah. So it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was, you know, I, I, I was telling people, go to this page, and there's where napalm is. What? There's napalm in this book? Yeah, there's napalm in this book. Right. Uh, some people are saying, there's well, naval, there's naval bombardment yeah, in this yeah. book too. <laughs> we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, um, so we turn it in, we get all done, and we don't think anything of it. Well, Alessio's now bouncing back and forth between countries, trying to carry sure. off like this. Paul's getting sucked into some other projects, so this started getting a back burner, and then Osprey was sitting there, sitting there. Finally, Osprey kicked it back, and he said, "Okay, John, it was 200 and." 19 pages, I think, that time when it came back the first time. And uh, one page more than the rule. So when it came back that first time. Was it in the PDF format? Yeah, it's it like had all the pictures. You could start seeing everything. So, cool. it, 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 you know, so then, here's your baby, okay? And sure. you're like, wow, this is really cool. This is awesome. This is great. Fine. But then the cracks appeared. Mm-hmm. And me and Steve, I said, Steve, we need to get this. We need to go through this. Uh, let, let's check it out. Let's get it done. And, oh, by the way... We need it back in five days. Well, so that's when I talked to you guys. I said, look, and I, and I, and I was like, there's nowhere me and Steve can go through 219 pages in five days properly. And at first I panicked and I sent a, I said, look, you guys, I, I asked you guys yep. and several other of my friends out there that are in the thank you back of the book, help me. And then I said, oh, no, that's not right because I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing to you that they did to me. <laughs> Here, I can't look at this. You look at it. I don't, I don't have right, the time. Exactly. <laughs> That's when I said, okay, you guys get 50 pages. We you guys get- it came across my email. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Is this real? Do exactly. they know who we are? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then I, found I you guys started opinions. right from the start. And it was a slow day at work. 
well, maybe it wasn't that slow, but I would I would have rather been reading the, reading it. And yeah. I'm, I start going through, and and then I'm like, okay. And then I actually looked at how many pages were in, and I'm like, holy oh, crap! Yeah. yeah. And that's when I realized I made a major mistake. So I said, look, you guys take these many pages, and I broke it down into four or five sections. No, seven or eight sections. I said, just do this page. On your leisure, go ahead. But please, I need you to do set these pages. And then I took all those inputs. And then we took all our inputs, and then me and Steve sat down. I said, okay, we need to get this done. So we sat down on a Friday afternoon at like 3 o'clock, and we put the last fix at 11.30 that night. Wow. Nice. 265 errors in the first draft. Yeah, I remember when you sent that email to me, we had talked about a different book release coming up, and that's what I thought it was. I'm like, oh, here, guys, you know, check this out. And then I, like, clicked and opened it. I'm like, Korea? What the hell? And then I actually read read the email. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you guys, it's a pleasure to be part of the process. Well, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I really valued you guys' opinion. Everybody else had said thank you in the back of the book. We wanted to make sure that we got the right proper uh, things. And this is also the time when when me and Steve had been fighting for the whole process. And then Paul joined our bandwagon nice. for that last page dedication. It sounds like Warlord really supported you through the process. Warlord was was really supportive for the whole thing. Nice. And, uh, it, it was, uh, and then he f- pushed. He got pushed back from Osprey for that last page dedication. You know, why are you doing it? We don't understand Hangul, yada yada yada. And then we said, Paul, this really has to be in the book. And then Paul said, Yeah, it really does, because this is the first time in any of the bolt action books, and there's over twenty, thirty of them now. Is that all? Yeah, there's got to be at least thirty or forty, maybe. I don't know, but there's a, a crap ton. There's right. A, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, like. Six different ones over on our swag table yeah. right now. So. Right, yeah. yeah so that, but that's the, in all the history of bolt action, that's the first time we put a dedication to all those served. Yeah. And I've been and stopped on the street in the States and in the U.K. Hey, you're John Russell, yeah. You wrote Korea. Myself and Steve Smith wrote Korea, yes. Thanks for that last page. My dad served, my uncle served, my brother served. And, and, and it's brought more. Steve brought that book. Uh, one of the guys that helped him out, Brian, uh, his brother from another mother, he's a Korean. And he helped us with the Hangul, and him and his mother did the Hangul. And that last sentence in the last page of the last book page was supposed to be in Hangul, and then translated. But Osprey couldn't figure out how to get the graphic in, sure. <laughs> so we just did the, did the translation. Uh, right, he was that's at, just the straight English version. Yeah, straight English. Yeah. And the the copy you sent us, it actually it's had in Hangul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I had uh, that on there. Uh, and uh, he went to one of the Steve is a retired command uh, sergeant major in the Forty uh, Fifth Infantry Division. And uh, he brought it to one of the, the assemblies, and Brian was there, and he showed. It. He said, "Look, Brian, the book's out." And Brian ended up grabbing that book and running around the whole gymnasium, showing the people. Steve never got that book back, <laughs> but but Brian was so happy that he had gotten a chance that his nation was finally represented somewhere. Yeah. So, so that kind of stuff right. is very humbling. It's yeah. very very humbling, and uh, and just for somebody to stop you on the street and say thanks for that. I, I, and so. When I did the book tour out in, Korea, in uh, California when it, after it was released in uh, August of this year, there was a f- retired four-star general, John Harrell, was there, and he ran some scenarios for us. And I said, here's your book, sir. And he said, okay, I'll read it. I'm, I'm on a trip. I'm going to fly out today. And he read the book on the way, and he says it's one of the best books of. Awesome. Congratulations. So I was really happy about that. So we get back the second copy, uh, second draft. So now we go through it. Now it's 240 pages. And uh, me and Steve go through it. Well, I go through it, and he goes through it. We combine our stuff together. And it was like 32 errors. Okay. So everything was, okay, I think we're ready. I think we're ready. So we kicked it out, gave it to Osprey, and then when it comes back and I'm going through it, I find out that they put pictures in different places and some of the boxes got cut. So 
So for all you people out there <laughs> who love to chew up our books, I understand some of it is merited. I get it. You know, sometimes we, we might rush or we're trying to make deadlines. It's because Osprey or it's because Warlord or because the printer in China or wherever it is has got deadlines to meet us too. So we have to take care of these things. And you think you might have something done. And it comes back and there's errors. So now, yeah, the best of us. now the book's out. It's been it's out to public and people are, and and we, we kind of we, we put out the book and then we put out the the uh, organized play pack at the same time. That's right. Yep. So all the, all the people could buy the organized play pack and let's, let's have some games of Korea. Well, you can't have a tournament if you don't have all the armies, right? Yeah. So Korea just got released mm-hmm. with the Chinese army, with the North Korean army, which is the major combatants for the communist side. Right. You didn't have access to that. You had access to the British. You had access to the Australians. You had access to America. So you had those I armies done. UNs, yep. I, I have most of those. But how can you have a tournament the same weekend that the stuff is released? I, I, I'm a fast painter sometimes. <laughs> but not that fast. So fast. So Jeff might be able to do it. Maybe if I had to. <laughs> so, so we learned that lesson. So uh, when – secret – uh, when Black Seas has come out now, it's been out for two months. In about another month or two, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to have an organized play pack for the stores and for you guys to jump in on. But by then, your votes will be ready and you'll have painted armies and you'll be ready to do something. Right. So that was something that Warlord and us learned. Nice. It's been a learning process, but I have to tell you, Warlord has been very supportive. You've seen all of it. We've had a release of something for Warlord every month for the last five months. There's even more. I've seen the list for another four or five more months. Okay. And then we get into winter. Nice. Before we talk about the future, so when we cracked open the book, mm-hmm. we're used to the bolt action as we're familiar with it. So yeah. we've got, this is the conflict, here's the fluff, here aren't the maps, but we've got yeah. over that. Here aren't the maps. Um, we see Subtle. theater selectors. <laughs> and there's more than one map in there. I'd yeah. right. say there's yes. a buttload there of maps are, in there. Yeah, you know, the theater selectors, the army list, the breakdowns. Uh, uh, period like selectors. That. There's no th- that, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, right, that's right, what I'm bringing right. up. Yes. And then... And, and I'm look, and I'm. I, I get to that point, and I'm like, "Wait, this is this is different. Exactly. This isn't the same." And I was caught off guard. Yeah, yeah. So, and I kind of brought it up to Jeff a little bit, like, "I don't understand." And so Jeff kind of explained it a little bit to me. So, if you want to go into why, yes, please, why it's the way that it ended up being. <laughs> no, that's not broad or anything. Um, the reason why the, the, the not selectors, why their time period specific is, is a lot of that's involved with when forces were available and when forces could get involved in the Korean War. So, I mean, the initial one, uh, the initial push by the North Koreans into the South, into South Korea, there's effectively no defense. I mean, we have <coughs> very little there. There's nothing we can do. They're pushing all the way down to, you know, a thumbprint size on the map of what's still held by the South Koreans. And the first, uh, the first American forces, if I remember right, that got sent over were the garrison forces from Japan. Operation Smith. Right, which is, which, you Speed know. Bump. Right, exactly. That's all they can do. I mean, they, I think the heaviest tank they were able to put on the field was a Chaffee. Yep. Which we love them in bolt action, but uh, they Recky. don't stand up to a T-345. Not a chance, right? That'll That's put, why they wrecky. That'll put a hole through the front and out the back, no problem. So, they're, they're, like you said, they're literally a speed bump, trying to slow it down until the apparatus of war, as we like to call it, can get in motion to move equipment and troops on onto the scene. Mm-hmm. And it's frankly kind of amazing that the entirety of South Korea wasn't overrun before we could pull that off. The fact that we did it at all, is ama- that the Allied side was able to do it all, is amazing. Uh, United Nations. I like to call them the Allied side in that war. <laughs> <laughs> the writer doesn't have to take sides, and, but I can. And, and, and you're right about that, too. And, and we got some flack for uh, 
we all understand the Sherman rule about, you know, easily catches fire, yada, yada. And, right. and, and we got some flack for that, but we put in the, in the block above that. The reason why we put that rule in there for the Shermans is those first tanks, because all we had were chaffies, right. they were pulling those out of mothballs, off, yep. of, yeah. off of plinths, sure. Anything, off of yeah. anywhere they could find it. The only real unit that was ready, that had tanks ready, was the Marine Corps. Marine Corps, and yep. and they came about four couple yeah. months later. Right, I mean it's it's a damn narrow narrow run thing. Mm-hmm. Now and of course that's so that's sort of your initial early. I'm going to keep calling them selectors, even though it's not the term exactly yeah. we're using. It, well, but period selectors. Period selectors, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, period ones. Now, as the apparatus of war gets better and you start seeing more of the United Nation forces arriving. Thank you. You'll start seeing the heavier equipment because. Uh, the boats got there. Boats got there, yeah. And not to put too fine a point on it, but there still is a lot of military-industrial complex Overseas left sitting around. It's only been five years since the last right. major war. Right. So as soon as you can pull stuff back out of storage, tune it up, get it greased up, and get it on the boat... Then you can start rolling in the heavier equipment. Right. So that's why the select period selector is going to change to a, a more well-equipped loadout for the United Nations forces. Now, you'll see them push all the way up. They push back all, basically all the way through North Korea up to the near the Chinese border. And then you're going to see the Chinese get involved in the war, which is radically going to change the North Korean and Chinese selectors. Right. You start seeing that Chinese equipment. You're going to start seeing some of the Russian equipment that the Chinese have purchased from from the Russians. And right. so you... Or the it's Russians have hashtag, or hashtag, air quote, donated. Right, yeah, donated. Not hashtag, well, no hashtags. Well, they charged them. They, they, they bought. They, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was going to say, they paid for it. Uh, frankly, as much as the Lend-Lease worked in World War yep. II, I mean, they, they paid for it. They learned. They learned, right. And so it's, it's really interesting just how dramatically the equipment on the field shifted in the Korean War. I mean, and, it, and because of that, the period selectors are all the same as well. Yeah, each each army has a different period selector. So Steve had to write, okay, now I know this. How about this? And he was digging through uh, manuals and this, and and that's where gyro stabilizer chaffee kind of thing comes in. <laughs> in one manual, the guy mentioned it, so then that became fact. And Jeff knows this. If if you find it one place, everybody then quotes that same exactly same thing. Everyone's going to quote that. "Quote unquote primary source." In the actual documentation, though, they never had stabilizer. Right. Nice. So we pulled those out for the chaffees, and then we put them back in for the other tanks. Right. Okay. And particularly, you'll find things like that. um, Not not that Vietnam's ever covered, but you'll find those kind of things in Vietnam historicals too, where like one unit does something, and someone writes about it. And so uh, they pick everyone has everything. Did that right? Exactly. So it's it's out there. Uh, We've gotten it's steadily getting more and more. Traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a, a bolt action Korea it, tournament. It felt at, at like it was re- overall, for the most part, well received. Thank you, I appreciate it. And, and then I, and I started seeing that. I started seeing the follow up. Like, is Vietnam coming? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we've discussed that. And my answer, my good friend Steve Morris has always said, "Why should you leap when you walk? Why should we sure. guess at what an M16 and an AK-47 is when we can go through the 13 to 12 years, depending upon when you want to say Vietnam starts? Let's say 65 for this argument, okay? Okay. So, Just pretending. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's very much so. <laughs> you know, 12 years later. Yep. In those 12 years, a lot of shit yeah. went down in Africa. Yes. Arab Israeli, uh, yep. the Ben Ben Phu, uh, Malaysia. Uh, indie packy. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So, how about let's explore those? Is it going to be a full of book? I don't know if we can find somebody to write them. Maybe we will. <laughs> I'm pretty or, sure or, we could kick one out in a week or two, yeah, right? Sure. It's easy. 
and then, or maybe PDFs. Three PDFs. years later. Yeah. So, so once we get through all those, we'll walk through those 12 years. Then we'll know what an AK-47, we'll know an M-16, and sure. then we'll know how to handle helicopters. Right. And hel- helicopters... I really, really like close. the helicopter rules. Oh, they're just there's so much. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Actually, I really liked the army rules that you guys. Thank you. You, Thank you, you. guys. It, they felt familiar but still fresh. A little different. Yeah, a little different. It was nice. Uh, people are complaining it gave about me hope for version three. But yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that another time. Yeah, and people are, people are bitching <laughs> that well, the Chinese can get across the board halfway in first turn. Yeah. Yes. Did you read the history? Right. right. Have yeah. you read the history? Do you know? Mm-hmm. How, do you know how many firefights? In that war, it took place at, the, at spitting distance because yeah. the Chinese just came up on you that fast. Yeah, yeah. And there's right. gorillas, and so now that the, the, it's been received, uh, uh, the, yeah. So quickly, what what's what's, what's the next? future? Yeah, what's yeah. next uh, for, we, Korea. for Korea? For Korea, yeah. yeah. And uh, Paul has told me, Steve, now release the hounds or Kraken or whatever you want to call them. Uh, and, <laughs> like uh, release the hounds. Uh, Here's some paper. Go write some more stuff. Good war. job. You, you, yeah, you're going to see a lot more PDFs or. There won't be another book, mm-hmm. but there'll be PDFs you can probably get online, like, like we do. And uh, just like the, the the pay for download, or are these going to? I don't be know. A, okay. I don't know. But uh, we've already fixed the Korea Chinese bugle thing. Uh, we did that in one of our newsletters because yep. Osprey put a put a nice beautiful picture in and cut off that last sentence, which was had the, the rules. One. Had the rules. Page one sixty five. Yep. That uh, was uh, the last sentence says should have said uh, any. Uh, UN forces up to July 1951. Yeah, there it is, right yep, there. Bugles. Yeah, bugles. Uh, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those boxes again. You yeah, have to box read. Ups, yeah, yeah. Read those, I guess. Yeah, because yep. the last sentence says, or it's supposed to say, any infantry or artillery UN forces within 18 inches of a bugle or mus- musical instrument carrying Chinese sure. has a minus one on all the morale checks until yeah. 1951. Yeah, that's not in my book. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, uh, Steve, so now that we we have you can sign I have those, you write that we're going to need you to write that in for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, go, go to the newsletter three months ago. I cut and pasted it. You're right uh, here. You I, I don't okay. need to go out right. to the I'll handwrite it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's handwritten in there. <laughs> Steve has got the uh, Marine Corps Army list that he's finishing up. So sweet. Okay. So we'll see. You'll see some of that stuff, and and you'll see more of the scenarios. A lot of people were complaining about how come all the scenarios are on our six by four. Yeah. If you need us doing play testing the scenarios, oh, yeah. so just give us a dollar. All right. So yeah, PDS are awesome. You know, especially if they're free. That's fantastic. I'm sure. not asking for that. But we've seen some really nice Korea-specific miniature releases from World yeah. What about What about the possibility of that going forward? Well, what we'll do is we'll do the Grenadier unit. We'll do some conscripts. Um, uh, we'll do uh, heads for all the UN forces. So we'll do Ethiopians. We'll do Filipinos. We'll do Ecuadorians, Colombians. And then you just – when they got in the country, they got American or British kit. Yeah. So then, then sure. you can play all these UN forces, and we'll we, we put in some placeholders. Let's say that let's call them placeholders for these other UN forces. There was a total of twenty six nations that, that contributed in some form or fashion to the the war effort. So we'll flesh out more the Greeks, the Turks. The, the, uh, one of the scenarios got Turks in there. We did a little bit in there, you know. So uh, we'll flesh them out more, and they'll have their own PDF. So there's a lot more future for Korea. Nice. Will we see some of the. Uh, Holder units? Yes. Yes, you will, and they'll be dressed appropriately. Wonderful. Wow. Will, will, I, finally get my, will I finally get my dream of winter-clad Marines? Yes. Nice. Because you can use the, the U.S. forces now for U.S., but not Marines. And they're, and they're totally different. Right. They're totally different. Uh, yeah. yep. 
Sweet. All Again, right. congratulations, John. Thanks, bud. Yeah. We appreciate it. It's really I mean, a it fantastic was a thrill. Story. It was a thrill to be part of it, but it even even our small part of it. Oh, it's not itself, that small. You guys did great. You really helped. The book itself was, uh, it was, it was a joy. So Thank you very much, I'm so. really excited. And, and to quote my three-year-old, she said, it's big. Because yes. <laughs> 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 my books sit around in the living room, and she has her books, and she'll see me with my book, and then she'd pick this one up, and she goes, Daddy, it's big. I said, yeah. yes, sweetie. It's the largest yes, book you. of bolt action that we've produced. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Bigger than the rule book. Yeah. About 30 pages. I was right? going to say, it's, it's, it's nearly a game unto itself. Mm-hmm. But is, is there any chance that this, I mean, so the, the rule book is, is hardcover. Was there any thought of putting this in hardcover just due to the sheer volume of pages? I don't know. I'll talk to Paul. Okay. But do some special editions. Right. There you go. We can get them re-autographed. There you go. Yes. <laughs> There's actually, and here's a trivia bit. Right now, currently, in the world, as far as I know, there's only three books signed by both me and Steve in the world. Where, I own where can one. I find Steve? I don't own one of those. I own one, Steve owns one, and uh, Phil Phillips owns one. All right. That's well, it. That sounds like a, that sounds like a uh, treasure Challenge. hunting goal for us. Yeah. Right. right. <clears throat> uh, find that on your uh, Snafu uh, Twingo Bingo card, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good luck. It's the middle square. It's not free. <laughs> Before we hit the break and talk about the future, future. Um, thanks for coming. Oh, I love this. This is this is the last uh, convention in my circuit, and I really enjoy coming up. I, uh, you know, you're on the road a lot, and you're just like, oh, where am I going this time, and where am I going to be at, and oh, I got to get hurry up. Unload, load, unload, sell, see, hide. So, and for folks who may be listening or not be totally aware, what when you say that, I'm on the road, this is the last one, load up, unload, load up, yeah. unload. This so, is, in this a quick little concise thing, what, yeah. what do you, so when it, when you come here to Renegade GT, where we're at, yeah. and you set up shop, what, what, what does that mean, really? Well, it, this is the third weekend in a row now, I've been on the road. Okay. And uh, uh, because this is my last one, and because my sister's here, I can be here for the full measure of the convention. Usually on a convention that closes at 5, I'm packing at 1 and out of by 2. Because i got to go drive 7, 8, 12 yeah. hours. And you're, you've got a, basically a full-on shop upstairs in the vendor hall. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, I'd say... You're, you're pimping warlords. Yep, I'm stuff. called the pusher. There yep. are reason. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, here I don't have to hurry. I can, I can stay until it actually closes. And then... I spend uh, the weekend and Thanksgiving with my sister, so nice. it's a kind of a holiday thing for me. Yeah, I, we were talking about that. We, we kind of got lucky in that regard. Yeah. yeah. So well, absolutely. And, and, and I got to tell you guys, and I tell this wherever I go, and you guys will back me up on this, I'm sure. There's nothing better than playing on really good terrain, which you guys have some of the best I've seen in my year. Thank you. Thank okay? you. And I mean that. I've been to Cambridge. I've been to Canada twice this year. I, you know, I, I've been around, and this is probably the best setup, the best looking terrain. And then you add the models. And every year, I, I think we've reached a peak. And every year, I'm wrong because the models just keep getting better. So the armies are good this year. Yep, they they're, are. They're, yeah. they're, they're really good. Well, I mean, we put oh effort man. into the terrain. And I think the, the players see that. And they're like, Ups their game. I, yeah, I, Which, yeah. Let's talk I want to do that. Let's talk about after the break how to get people involved and energized about, man, I missed that. I should have went. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. Like our, our, our Michigan GT Flag of Our Fathers was a huge event. Phenomenal. Sorry, you missed it. Renegade GT, you got to come out here. You got to see these armies. We've all taken pictures of miniatures, but we all know it looks good. But when you have it in your hand, so you have good tables, you have good miniatures, you have great guys. You guys are great TOs. You, ju- it just doesn't get better than this for bolt action. Yeah, 
I, it's I mean, and and a couple of the guys have come up and go, "Do you wish you were playing? Does it make you want to play?" Right. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what? We kind of get to play. We, right. Me, not as much as you guys, because you do the scenarios. But what do you think about that? Because we're not actually playing, but it still feels like we're a part of what's happening. Well, um, so we do write the scenarios. Occasionally, we test them. Some, sometimes twice. Sometimes. Some, sometimes we just read it and go, that sound good? It sound good, right? <laughs> but <could> go wrong. <laughs> what, what I really like is just watching the interaction and going through and being able to just stop in and look at, you know, whatever's going on at the time. And any pass I make, I guarantee you it's at least one question about a rules thing or whatever <laughs> that they're about to look up. They see I'm there. They know I know the book virtually inside and out. Right. And so rather they just close the book and go, hey, what about this? And an answer right off the top of my head. I'm like, oh, it's this. And, okay, cool. And that's really interesting to me. I really enjoy that part of actually being a, a TO and going through and watching the armies get played. And then we, of course, have our own spin with the interaction. Right. We, so it kind of forces us to be there and ruin some people's day. I think Jeff kind <laughs> of um, – Revels, not not kind of does. Yes, yeah. he's like, a lawyer by trade. Like, how far can I go yeah. he before enjoys... a guy's going to flip the table? Right. Yeah. It's always kind of want to push that boundary. And like the first time I wrote that partisan scenario, I was consider and, the, and they had all three buildings explode on one turn. I was like, <laughs> I might, someone's going to flip a table on me. And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. No one, th- no one took a swing at me. It's okay. We'll keep putting it. And so you just push that envelope a little farther every year. You know, yep. you try to try to gauge where that breaking point is. But at the same time, you also do want this to be fun. Yeah. Right. So there's there's we have a great group of guys too. Right. That not seen a single person that's looked frustrated, yeah. upset, yeah. checked out. Even, yeah. even the guy that got artillery striked, air striked, and preparatory bombardment. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it stands. You guys and it have played, on the other side. Yeah, you guys have all played like me that other game. Right. Yeah. And and in let's say let, let, let's just put a number to it. In three years, bolt action. How many times you see somebody flip a table or get upset? Basically never. I've never and seen it. Three years playing the other game, many times, almost on a regular yeah, basis. I've seen yeah. dice thrown. Yeah, I've yep. seen I've seen several literal scoops and not seen that person the rest of the weekend. Right, yeah. I've, I've seen army smashed before where a guy just dropped a fist on his guys. In between round one and round two, a couple of guys were coming down the stairs and I saw they picked up starter boxes. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, ah, oh, bolt action, huh? They're like, yeah, we we were playing in the 40k team tournament. And we saw we saw you guys down here. We saw and, your tables. And upstairs, everybody's kind of quiet and somber. But down here, you guys are laughing and having a good time. And pointing out things. Hey, you forgot to do that guy. You, yeah. You, you right. do that yeah. guy. Yeah. You didn't take your artillery strike yet. We're, yep. And that's not to say that 40K is Oh, hey, you forgot to move game. this piece. Why don't you go back and do that, right. and then I'll or, continue my or turn. Or 40K tournaments are bad or anything like that. But we're t- and I think bolt action is, in general, we're, we're trying to just have a good time. Right. You know, it's not... Like you said, it's it's the history and the gameplay kind of coming together, and it just and everyone always wants yeah. a fair game, regardless. And they want to have fun. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want, want, want you to, to be forget about your special rules, <laughs> right? Yes, and you don't want to feel like you lo- you lost because you didn't know a rule, right, or something like that. And the guys here have been fantastic. And, and, and I got tabled in one turn. Right, exactly. Yeah. So so the Kings of War guys are next door, and and Brian came in. I'm like, hey Brian, how'd it go? He's like, well, I won. 30 minutes into the round. Jeez. And I'm right. like, well, hey, hang out with us. You know, <laughs> right. yep. played a recon rumble and stuff like that. And so it's like, you know, and, and we had a few games finish up like an hour and a half or something like that. That's pretty good. But yeah. most of them, 
have go gone up against the time limit. Yeah, yeah, and that's a testament to our players, and of course the scenarios being well designed and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, and, and hopefully we'll touch on it's not yeah. just it's not just us, but I think bolt action in general, the tournaments, it's 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 a special thing, definitely worth coming. Agreed, so. absolutely. So uh, is that kind of a good spot where we can just yeah, uh, I think so. we'll, just take a look uh, at break? break. We'll refill yeah. our cups and uh, stretch our legs. Uh, oh, for the record, breaks. I do have our, our new shirts, which are the Hope You Enjoyed the Music. So uh, yeah. we're just going to go ahead and say Hope You Enjoyed the Music, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. So All right, we'll sure. see you after, uh, at the end. See okay. Creek, baby, you can't bum me Cause I'm feeding neutrality Got my gun out, can't you see? Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bum me Blitzkrieg, baby, you look so cute All dressed up in your parachute Let that propaganda be Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bum me I'll give you warning Cause I'm afraid I'll have to read So take my warning Or else you'll get this hand grenade Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me Better save up your TNT I don't want no infantry Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me Baby, you can't bum me Cause I'm feeding neutrality Got my gun out, can't you see? Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bum me Blitzkrieg, baby, you look so cute All dressed up in your parachute Let that propaganda be Blitzkrieg, baby, can't bomb me I'll give you warning Cause I'm afraid you have to raid So take my warning Or else you'll get this hand grenade Blitzkrieg, baby, you can't bomb me Better save up your TNT Cause I don't want no infantry Hoblet's Creek, baby, can't bum me.
All right, welcome back. Hope you like the music. And, and that's what back. happened then. Yes, exactly. That was a great story. Oh, oh, we were on. Oh, we weren't recording that. I tell that one again. Sorry, you weren't going to get those words out of me ever again. That that joke is never going to land the same. (laughs) But I hope you like the music. Yes, yes. Hope you enjoyed the music. Yes, someone still listens. Uh, So you you'd keyed on a couple things. I just want to follow up with. I didn't want to interrupt the whole telltale there. So um, our tournament is. it's a generic reinforced platoon. We don't allow theater selectors or the special rules that right. go in the theater selectors. Right. And we never specifically said this, and no one's ever tried to, special characters. Mm-hmm. Do you see any of that at other tournaments, other other play levels, uh, Europe or wherever? Usually usually the, the special characters aren't allowed, and there's always emphasis that says no news reporters. You know, that's, okay. I, 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 love, I love that one because that's a great one. But I, which, which book was that? Was that Western Propaganda. Desert? Propaganda. Yeah. The Propaganda guy is also in. Uh, is he in Bulge? Germany Strikes, I think. There's a well, they were in a, uh, and uh, maybe maybe uh, Campaign France. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it was D-Day. I think they had it in there. D-Day, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's a great little model and it's yeah. fun. But yeah. it affects both sides. So maybe that's just hard to do. I guess. Yeah. I've been I've been trying to kit bash because I don't think we make I don't think y'all make a, a John Ford there with this camera for Midway. No, which would have been great for if you saw Midway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, there is a British camera guy. There is a German camera guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it for right now. Okay. Uh, Send that one up the chain. We need John Ford. Right, right. John Ford. <laughs> I don't know if he can actually use his likeness or not, but we could sure use a John Ford. Well, wait a minute. So if there's a top five things we can ask for. That would actually be one of them. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> do you want to hear Jeff's top two things he would love to see in I'd love to hear the top two things. Models, models. One, the John Ford cameraman, so the Roger. Americans can have a camera crew. And two, I don't even know the name of it, but that freaking German helicopter from where Eagles there. Oh that yeah! First run helicopter with the two spread ones, yeah. just because it would look like a great kit. Yeah. Okay. And, and well, nobody and nobody apparently makes that model that I can find anywhere close to the scale. Well, the the, the picture the the, the helicopter history, it's in yeah. the. You ask the history book. guy what he wants and. Yeah. What 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 does it do? How many points is it? <laughs> it looks cool. Well, in the background of the pictures, the helicopter is in the picture of the Creole. That's the last known Hasegawa model we could find. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. And it sits in Derek's. The guy who built it in his little cubby in, in the studio behind his desk. It's still there. Nice. But that's the only one. That was the last one. Jeez. Yeah. See, so there's, there's like this niche out there for like for hobby Jeff. models that don't exist. There's lots of people that would love to see that. There's lots, of, there's lots of Jeffs Come out there. On. There's lots of Jeffs out there. And now that we have rules for helicopters. There you go. Sky's the limit. I wouldn't, oh, right. I wouldn't even have to make something up. Ah, yeah, good point. You wouldn't have to. Good point. <laughs> have to make something up. Yeah, there, there. There's <laughs> been, I've seen a, a, lot of, a lot of different conventions and uh, – Nine people to 55 people to 100 people. Uh, and it's, uh, I think it all boils down to several things. Uh, a well-done, organized play pack or player's pack. And it's different in Europe than it is in, in uh, the States. And, and some of my personal reasons. I personally don't like giving a scenario till, and now we'll begin, here's the scenario. Uh, Europeans like a player's pack and a tournament pack that includes all the rules, all the specials, and all the scenarios. To me, that just lends itself to min max maxing, yeah. right? I and, see, and, I, well, and, and, and to, I would like to, to counterpoint. Yeah, um, I think that um, gives the players the ability to familiarize themselves with the player pack, so that when they walk up to the table, 
right. they have a basic understanding of what I think that goes back to our Warhammer days. They can yeah. do. Yeah. Well, or, and, or how the scenarios and they can get to play yeah, instead of they spend ten minutes reading it and then coming and asking us what adjacent means. Right. But also <laughs> that's what I'm, what I'm saying is also in my experience, at least with American players, they wouldn't read the fucking thing anyway. So right. Right. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. I, I would like yeah. to ultimately John's John's wishing will become law maybe later. We'll see. Uh, uh, now are you saying this as the organized play, play person? That, that's my new job. Yes. Uh, yes. Have we announced that that's your Europe? new title? Are we that, allowed to say you're the new organized you go, play you person? Go ahead and say that in yeah. North America and Europe, as I understand. Uh, probably going to lead into that, and, and all that means is is that I'm going to be more involved with organized play. That, okay. Right. And, and and that could mean tournaments. That could mean just doing a thing at your local. Yep. You know. So it's 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 organized play. Yeah. And both of those really build the hobby. So they're both very right. valuable. Right. Yeah. And, and there's two. And we all agree that there's two different types of tournaments. There's nar- narrative and there's competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like. And to then see whatever the heck we do. <laughs> no, you, you, you're better <laughs> than most. You the guys. narrative camp. You, you guys are better than most. I like the I narrative like, hashtag. We're the shenanigans. Shenanigans. Nerpetitive. There you go. Nerpetitive. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. Okay. Like I should be arrested for it. Nerpetitive. You're the lawyer. But uh, uh, it, it's the, hashtag nerpetitive. Yeah. If you go into nerpetitive. Nerpetitive. Okay. If you go in knowing that it's a competitive, okay, you're going to min max max, and you're going to have some fun, and, it, and you set and up. If that everyone way. is attending, expects that, and, and there it are could out be there, an awesome, hundred percent, and have a great time, and it's what 40k used to be, yeah. you know, before it got so crazy, and that, that's a fun game, and if you like that, go to it. I mean, yeah, crush those, it. those WTC guys are fanatic at what they do, and they're yeah. phenomenal at what they do, and the LVO next year, you know, uh, in February or January, no, January, the end Late of January. January yeah. Uh, the winner of that gets a ticket to nationals in Europe. So, I mean, that's, that's something to play for. Uh, right? It'll be worlds in Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The next, it happened this weekend, the same weekend as, right. as this. Yeah, it, so, it really just we, we took our, pool, our player which, pool uh, quite a bit. Which tournament is preeminent. But yeah, I think we were first. Yeah, and for nationals is, is in Chicago at Adepticon. <laughs> that's where I've always said. Sure. But uh, I, I envision maybe a, a, a T.O. pack. And you know, here's some here's some general ideas. You don't have to take this as gospel, but here's some suggestions that we have seen and, and collected from people like you. I, I, you know, there's you know, there, there's there's nothing ever really new in the world. Everything's been stolen from somewhere else. Sure. And I'm yep. I'm big borrow stealing everything I can. Well, I, I like when you when you sent out the email to like the regional tos and the area tos, and you said you know send me two. And then you spelt you, you use the number two, and then you spelt out the word two, two. scenarios. <laughs> and what did I get? And then I see the reply all of people giving their entire tourney pack to you. Twenties, thirty. So, so <laughs> yeah. what? And what I'm going to be able to do is pick through those, and I, I want to give the TO a pack of twenty, and that would be my goal, or twenty plus. Yep. And then if you want to give it to your players, fine, and say out of this pack of twenty, three will be chosen from our event on the day of, yeah. or if the TO wishes. He can publish it when he publishes his player pack. So, you know, I'm going to try to get some, uh, uh, here's where you can cut and paste this out. Here's some ideas. Some so if we get the organized play packet and we're like, this is trash, and do our own thing, yeah. is, is Warlord going to ostracize this? Or? Oh, hell no. All right. I'll say no. Let's pick it. Oh, you're right. I was stupid. Drank too many rums that night. I'll just play something else. So, no, it's, it's all about having fun organized play. Like, you saw it today, and it was a, it was a glorious thing. Uh, one of the guys here playing – Called in his buddy from work. Said, "Hey, dude, you gotta come see this." And this dude was golden as the day comes in. He he had never played any board games. He was never played any. He's all a, he's he ever played is video game. Video yep. gamer. That's yeah, all he ever was. Right. He walked into your room that you guys are responsible for and that you put on, 
And because of the beautiful tables that you do, because of the beautiful way you put stuff together. Guy and the players, to too. They, yeah. The players all took him. Yeah. He let him play. They, yeah. they didn't I, say, get out of here, kid. You know, no, they, yeah, he gravitated to one table. And well, before I, the I, end of the game, he was pulling dice out of the bag yes. for the two guys that were yep. playing. Yeah, I was talking to him for about 20 minutes before, you know, I got pulled to, you know, go answer questions and whatnot, stuff like that. And then I'm like, you know, you know any of these guys here will stop and they'll talk through everything that's going on. Just sit there and watch and ask questions about it. Anyone will answer. And, of course, he gravitates over towards Dale's table because it's freaking gorgeous. Because it's gorgeous. Thank you, and uh, we had two of our uh, – more seasoned veteran and veteran players than they, yeah, like you said, by yeah, the end Bruce of the game, he was, so he was here for the entire round, just watching yeah. and soaking it in. And I said, hey, you know what? There's, you know, warlords here. That's what they sell. Go up, talk to John, tell him Pat sent you. He's going to get you a deal. Oh, okay. That sounds great. So, so he walks to my booth and says, you have bolt action? Pat sent me. Yes, I do. It's right here. <laughs> and here's your, here's your Pat miniature. Yeah. Oh, wow. I get a miniature with this. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I mean, the community isn't just the guys at the club or the guys in the garage. There is a larger community, and it's if sorry, I'm playing the community. I personally believe it's worth if you're able to participate in them. And it's not just us. No, and it's It's all over. And I'm and I've I've never been to Europe. God, I'd love to go. I think that's like that's that's to me that's number one. Getting on that road in Nottingham and just driving by the places. The lead mile. I, God, I'm just like, Goosebumps I'm getting a little hard right yep. now just thinking yeah. about it. But, but, well, that's good. But, I'm not sitting next you. know, to you. coming in and, you know what, it's it's worth it. Well, and it, 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 what's really crazy is when you start going around the United States, it's different. And when I say different, I mean people in Montana will drive two hours. People will drive four hours, five hours to come to you guys' events because it's known. We had, yeah, the guys. we had some guys that are farther than six hours out, the guys from Bismarck coming down. Yep. Yep. We had a guy from Atlanta flying this year. Yep. Him yep. last year well, came John, in from the Well, John, John flew in today to play. Yeah, he flew in from Atlanta. From Atlanta, yeah. yeah. From Atlanta, yeah. John I mean, Ross. And it's not just because we're special or anything. It, both action in all of the regional tournaments, there's, there's something for everybody. Right. But in California, some of those people won't drive 40 minutes. And I understand in why, because traffic, yeah, 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 but... They, they're really clickish to their, their stores, and they'll play stores. So then yeah. that's where maybe a traveling trophy will come in mm-hmm. yeah. and, and try to get that cross-fertilization of, hey, we'll send 10 guys to your store this week. Yeah. Next yeah. month you send 10 to ours. I know it's 40 minutes, but we can prepare for it. Right. And, uh, you know, I think the guys in North around. Dakota are trying to, to build something between Fargo and Bismarck. Yeah, that's was a little traveling thing back and forth. I think guys, you talked to them a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, and then uh, Steve and the guys up at um, Mystic Games and, and – uh, in uh, Nova Scotia, in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, next year are going to put. I went up there this year. It's three hours west of Halifax. It's on the other end of the island. So you fly into Halifax and you drive three hours. Beautiful yeah. country, loved it. And the, it was our first convention. And we had a hoot uh, nice. and met a lot of people. And it was a great time. And had my first poutine. And now I love poutine. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and yes, you pronounced that correctly. You yeah, did. Thank, nice you. thank you very much. Well done. And it's not uh, the other thing it sounded like. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> now next year they're going to have me come up. They want another world order to come up. They're going to, they're, they're negotiating with Andy Chambers to, to have him fly in and take care of. So they want Andy to show up. So the original year, great horned one. Yeah. Andy Chambers. I tell you, I, I, you know, so, so they're ambitious, but they're going to simulcast and simul play with another convention on the other side of Canada. No way. So, so it's going to be simul- So they're going to have two cons at the oh, same that's time. Cool. Nice. So, so yeah, we'll try to promote that. 
Are they going to are they going to telephone it in, or are they actually going to use like a live stream? Well, I think they're going to live stream. Yeah, I mean, I was together, say, yeah, you can do that now. Yeah. Technology right? finally yep. exists. Yeah, yeah especially we're, Canada. we're no longer limited by the technology. Yeah, the of our kids time. nowadays. You don't have to do the telegraph. Kind of yeah, that, that, that Knight moves. Uh, I move Bishop to Queen Six. <laughs> oh, Queen Five, Queen Five. <laughs> yeah, Tank moves eight forward, turns seventy five degrees to the right. Advance four more inches. Just going around to different places, and then. You sit down and talk with guys like you and say, hey, well, here, this is what I saw in, in Canada. This is what I saw in California. This is what I saw in Texas. And and then you can start cross-pollinating. Yeah. And and, and Jeff Wartala and my Raiders did a fantastic job uh, a couple, oh, geez, October, just last month. Uh, see, you're traveling in booze, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> Woo-hoo. Uh, uh, and, and all the wrong. That yeah. probably doesn't help. Yo, That's ho, right. ho. But uh, it, it – uh, he set up a great thing called Flag of Our Father. So we had a two-day. We, we had a. Uh, this is in Michigan, right? Yeah, Michigan GT, uh, Michigan GT, Lansing, Michigan. And Jeff's idea was back in the old days when we all worked for uh, Games Workshop, we would do outrider tables. Outrider program. Yeah, and, and outrider tables. So they'd say, outriders, we want you to build uh, uh, Thunderhawk Down. You know, we want yep. you to build the SS uh, Wog. You know, so we built those tables and we ran those tables. So Jeff's idea and vision was that we would do. A, let's call it a palate cleanser the night before a tournament. You get to a place, you still want to play a little bolt action, start working your, your muscles and your, in your mind, getting your dice going, and, yeah. but maybe not necessarily with your dice and your miniatures, but you still want to play a little bolt action, so you want to do some pickup games. Well, what we did is we did uh, Flag Ever Fathers. It was a late war Pacific thing. It was a, uh, uh, let's see, 12 by 4 foot table, 12 foot by 4 foot table. All right. And we got uh, a bunch of like Sarissa and uh, Miniature Building Authority and, and Black Sarissa Sex like, Studios. Sarissa is like officially partnered with Warlord at this point, right? Uh, what's that? Sarissa is officially yes. partnered with yes. Warlord at yes. this point. And he even because we can get Sarissa stuff on Warlord's website. Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. And I'm working on Black Sight now, too. Okay. Sweet. Uh, and uh, he even got a company from Australia with the 3D printing stuff that printed the stuff up and only charges shipping. That's fantastic, wow. by the way. <laughs> so, so we paid the shipping, and we got so we had Which those isn't ones. insignificant from Australia, yeah, and, having and ordered a few things yeah. from them. <laughs> I, I, I apologize for not having the, the name of that company on my mind, uh, on my tip of my tongue right now. But So we provided uh, 4,000 points of Japanese and 4,000 points of Marines. This feels very Outrider-like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We farmed it out to my Raiders. I said, look, you paint this for me, I'll, I'll give you the same in, yeah. in plastic. So you paint this army, I'll give you an army. So we had guys from all over painting up. So we had 4,000 points of Marines, nice. 4,000 points of Japanese to play on this 12-foot by 4-foot table. Sweet. Next to that table, we had over 100 Blood Red Skies aircraft. We had Jeez. we had Wildcats. That's that, sounds, a lot. that sounds like a lot of planes. Yeah, it was massive. And we had wow. Corsairs. And we oh. had... Sorry, you were calling this a, a palate cleanser? Yeah, palate cleanser, because... Harder <laughs> planes doesn't sound very cleansing to me. Well, it's it's you still playing bolt action, okay? But you're not playing with your miniatures, okay? You, you still get you in the groove, get you going, yeah. But you but, but you still want to play something the night yeah. before. So we did that. Then the next day was the tournament. That nice. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, and then now we've got four or no seven tables of this specific terrain. That now seven of my raiders will take around, and I've got four thousand points of marines that I can divvy out. Oh. Uh, Paul's going over to Dragonfall this yeah. weekend. He needs an army. He wants to put some things. All of that's in the bank. It's all in the bank. And ready to, to yeah. pull right. out when you need it. So I've got a, a hundred aircraft. So, so which then, will now play in for teaser when Midway comes out for Blood Red Skies in the summer. So we might have a, um, a unique situation where 
the three of us, and, and Rick's not here. We miss you, Rick. We wish you were miss here. Miss you, Rick. But we're, we run uh, – Pat and Jeff run. I'm, I hear, I'm here to sex it up. But, um, <laughs> when do you start doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Cue music. Hang on. I'm, I'm almost through my third rum. There we go. That'll <laughs> it's going to start happening. That'll You're going to wish it hadn't. But so I, I'm curious because you can add your perspective. If, if I'm listening to this and I'm like – God, this sounds like a lot of fun, but I'm just not sure I really want to give tournaments a chance. And there are regional tournaments all over the place. Oh, over. What? Yeah, there's what a lot of people you, who just want to just play at home with their so, buddies. What, what do you, what, so what do you, what's playing. the one thing you really want to say to those, those guys and gals to, to like maybe give, give tournament or, or organized play a chance? My name is John Russell. My phone number is 406-579-7004. You can't do that. You can't Call me just do that. And, 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 and you can, I will direct you and show you how to do that. I will encourage you. I'll send you stuff. I can help you take care of that. Don't, I'm not mean don't you have one of those guys that has an event, but let's say you want to go to your first event. Oh, well, yeah. And, and look, you, you, the, 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 how many of us have been swimming? Did you know how to swim right away at the beginning? No. But you had to throw in a deep end maybe and learn how to paddle. Yeah, you had to take a chance. I had a, chance. I had a, I had a kickboard. Yeah, yeah, you had something. You start off, start off in shallow end. Start in your local tournament. Start in, like, I mean, if you really want pain, go to Adepticon when there's 54 players and have some fun. Yeah. Some people do it, and they survive. But how about you just go to your regional, go to your local store, your FLGS, say, hey, I would like to participate in a tournament, or is there a tournament nearby, or can we put on a tournament? It doesn't have to be. Two thousand point six rounds, right. you know. Is, if, if isn't that, there isn't there someone that has an interactive uh, website that has yes. games and stuff like that? Yeah. Was that there's uh, an, um, a game finder. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're, we're trying to get that more. And I, 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 and I apologize for not getting the U.S. event uh, schedule out as much as we could. There's a U.K. event thing, and we've been trying to get it to work, and it just there's technical difficulties, it's stuff tough. in the way. So we're trying to get them, but there will be a, an event finder. Eric Fontaine does a great job throwing That's it out there. Yep. Yeah, yep. Eric Fontaine yep. did a great job of a player finder and event finder. Yeah. And we just need to put in on that. Okay. Contact your local people. Contact their store. Right. It, 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 it's a lot of work, but it's not a lot of work. Yeah. You know, if, if, you, if many hands make work easy. If yep. you're going to do it by yourself, it's difficult as hell. It is. Right. But if you get four or five guys like you guys do, yep. and, you know, and ask your local guys, hey, look, store, I would like to put an event on at your place. Can I have four tables? Can you give me some terrain? And I'll make sure ten guys come in here, and those ten guys are going to probably buy some stuff. Yeah. Yep. Right. And, and so, and I'll jump in on this because I'll do the obvious answer, with you and I'll put Jeff and Pat on the spot. It's a lot to think. Um, so we had some guys come down for Bismarck, and I was talking to Dan, who's here for this, this weekend. And he's like, I, I put on Garage, Camp, Garage Con, and I set up tables in my garage. And the guys from Bismarck would come around and sure. play. And so if, if you're thinking about giving it a shot, I'll talk specifically to the Midwest. We've got a, a really cool kind of laid-back group of guys that will come and play. And on Reddit, a guy pop, uh, posted, he's like, I'm in Minnesota. Is there anyone that plays bolt action? And Rick posted, and then I followed up. I'm like, hey, come out and see us. You know, it's really casual looking. Give us a chance. You know, uh, John flew up from Atlanta. He's like, I didn't know anybody. We had dinner with John tonight. And, yeah, and John guy. Russell as well. John, both John Russell. Both John you know, John yeah, I really appreciate that I was welcome and everyone spoke to me and we planned together. And, and we, I don't know if we have a unique event, but it feels like we have a unique event. But that doesn't mean that the community is necessarily any different. And John, you might no, be able to speak to this. You're right. It really feels like. A lot of us used to play competitively or whatever the case may be. And right. we kind of 
moved on, not moved on, but we do this now. And we love, we love showing you what we've done. We're excited about what you've done. And we'd love for you to join us. It's just, yep. it's just a ton of fun. It is. It absolutely is. And, you, you, and you're going to find that there's nuggets around the United States. You know, you were talking about North, the Northeast up in Maine. Uh, Tony Rieger and his guys and his up. We've got to start. Uh, we've got to start getting out and meeting all these uh, guys. Th- th- right? there, there's dudes out there and that gals. just kill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kalissa. Oh, my God. Kalissa runs south. She is in the south. And when she can come out, her her and her husband have, okay, you guys got good boards. Calissa's got, all her boards are teddy bear fur. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeff has worked oh. with that. I have. That's, that's, all her yeah. boards. And she yeah. runs 10, 20 tables. Wow. And nice. they are beautiful. Yep. All right, I'm going to have to up and my game now. Calissa, it's on. Calissa is, is one of the best TOs I've ran into. She's okay. phenomenal. It's, 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 that's awesome. I'm going to hatch hatchet her name. There's it's gems everywhere. Here. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, and, and you don't know until you ask. So go out to you know, talk to your FLGS. Yep. Talk to your local community and say, hey, let's, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And yep. you'll be surprised. And and then you can build your own narrative. You can only have your own thing. Everybody has their little neat things that they like to do. And, you know, Texas guys like to do one thing one way, and you guys up here in Minnesota like to do things. And it, it's, it's, it's what is yeah. beautiful is that it's a game that everybody can play, but they can still give their spin. Yep. And, yeah. and and you just go out there and look, start, call your local hobby shop, put up on Facebook. Hey, I'm, there's now, there's a there's a bolt action, Georgia bolt action Northeast bolt action Maine bolt action Texas. There's we, we have a bolt action Twin Cities. Bolt action Twin yep. Cities. Look yep. at them now. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Warlord Games is going to start looking at some of those, more so than we usually do. Because now that we've trademarked everything, we're not going to go war game, you know, games worship on you. But we're going to we're going to start watching <laughs> some of your stuff. Uh, I'm going to have to listen to this one back again later on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's just that we finally decided that you know maybe we should because some of the stuff out there is good, some of the stuff out there is outstanding, some of that stuff out there is borderline. So and 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 it just shows that we're caring about our product. And sure. showing that, you know, we want to make sure that you get the best experience you can. So, Well, yeah, I mean, we're on board with that. If yeah, you, that if you come sense. to Operation Snafu, we want to make sure. I'm pouring rum out to all the guys here. So well, and, and, really and, and good like, rum. Well, and, and like you said before earlier, I'm going to sp- – and, and John has said it today. You know, I'm going to spend a couple couple uh, bucks on an airplane ticket. If it, if it hooks into my business trip, great. But if I can get up there and, and, and I want to get there when I get there, I don't want to show up in a certain town for a tournament and there's styrofoam blocks, right? Sure. spray painted gray mm-hmm. on a table. I want to have good tables like We're you not guys throwing do. shade in anyone. Not at all. I'm throwing no. shade. <laughs> but uh, you want an Jeff's event that's worth All shade to. all the time. All shade all the time. <laughs> you know, Adepticon Put that in a t-shirt. Become Adepticon because they didn't. I mean, they go all out and they take and care so of us. Maybe we formalize this. You asked us to maybe provide some of our terrain yeah for for depticon depticon yep. and i yep. i feel like we've, we've spoken to rick and he's yep. totally on board with that excellent that might we might be able to make that happen so yep. I we're think really we're starting to pick it up now uh so. warlord i mean uh i guess it's a long answer to a short question but it's uh check out your local flgs put stuff out on social media or call me and i'll point you in the direction or you get a hold of eric fontaine he's real good at it or you guys you know just yep. 
hit up the yeah. Chick Chick the Locos podcast. Mm-hmm. This one being one of the better ones, of course. Yeah, and uh, this one being uh, the best one. The best one. <laughs> <laughs> every time I every time I now Google search uh, Bolt Action oh, Podcast, no. we're always on top. Right, now so we're chain oh, now, yeah. no, no, we, <laughs> but, uh, we love Juggernauts and Cast Eyes. I ran into those guys at, at uh, Cambridge. They seem like a ton of fun. Oh my god, they're they're, nice. they're just a fun guys. How did, some, they, how did you put it? They're uh, a little bit swe- more sweary than us. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. A little oh, bit yeah. more sweary. Yes. <laughs> That's good. But that, that and and just it's not going to happen overnight. It, it, sure. it, it takes a while. Adepticon is in its fifteenth year, sixteenth year, and it and it, it isn't what it is because it just appeared. It, it came through a lot of hard work and dedication right. and doing things. Yeah. But it is the Mac Daddy for for. Uh, or, uh, Midwest. Well, yeah, I, I call it the Mac Daddy of, of a independent convention. It yeah. does have sponsors, but it's not a it's not a Origins. It's not a Gen Con. It's a Depticon. Well, they're expecting yeah. six thousand participants this year. Yep. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal. And the hotel, the main hotel on site, is under some serious construction. It sounds like. Yeah. So if you're looking to go and you're listening to this, make sure if you want in the hotel, you sign up as quickly as you can. It's sold out you, there's no rooms available in the main hotel. Main anymore. hotel sold out. So you're okay, going to look so for a satellite location. Yeah. yeah. And the good We're news screwed. is Schaumburg has a ton of hotels. They're good so stuff. And there's yeah. good food and it's a good time. Exactly. It's a great location. Yeah, Portillo's is good. Giordano's is decent. So Weber Grill. So so again, long story short, yeah, check out your local game store. All right. Contact us. Hey, yeah. do, are those uh are those gold dice still a thing? The the, the bronze, the silver, the, the order the dice? Dog tags? No, the order dice that came out that the Oh so are those yeah, still around this year, okay, there was an organized play like, pack for packet for and for there were Gold, bronze, and, and silver, silver dice. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and the idea behind the, the organized play packs was there was also five uh, challenge coins. That's right, right and the and coins it, for yeah, uh, ever, faction best. Yeah, well, and there was yeah, and there was a Korea coin, a Chinese coin, a British coin. Those look sweet. And then there was a UN American coin, and then there was a South Korean coin. So uh, and the I don't each, think we qualified for those because we didn't quite. We had had twenty four people. Right, and, right, and uh, then every, well, we did, but and there was twenty four dice. In Is it. that twenty four that show up or twenty four that sign up? It, it's, it's, it's. Well, yeah. Sign <laughs> up. Plus, we only we only have four games, and it felt like you needed like, like five, and 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 the the idea was the top five people mm-hmm. would get one of those coins, okay, and then everybody twenty four would get one of the gold dice. Nice. So if you want to build up. Your sure. dice, yeah. You got to go to more and more events. That's a good idea. Yeah. We'll do something and, similar. And, and we give out two snafu dice each time. Well, and, and, and I'm going to steal some ideas that I saw at Michigan DT and around the, around the circuit. Uh, here, here's an idea. We'll kick this out for for what I want to do for next year. Uh, at a tournament uh, at Michigan DT, the 40k tournament, they had dog tags uh, on the table of all the factions: Space Wolves. Uh, you know, Custodies, Dark Elves, yeah, Orcs, uh, yeah, orcs that kind of stuff. And what blah, you blah, do blah. is, if you fought uh, a round at this tournament and you won, let's say you beat some orcs, you go to the table, give him your report, and he'd give you an orc dog tag. And then next time you played, whatever. But if you ever ran into another orc army, That's right, I've got experience. I've beat an orc army. So all my dice rolls now are plus one against this army. Because I've cut a coup on you, basically. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm, I'm thinking that'd be kind of cool to play into a bolt action tournament. It's tough. Oh, I know. really tough. I know. How, but how would you? I know, is it a plus one? I don't know. But some kind of advantage. Some kind of advantage. I and guess. then the yeah. other idea is, or I, I have a plus one on my morale test yeah. against this. Or even go, a go. specific test. I could see that being I can exchange something this for a reroll. Yeah. Something, something not breaking, but something a, a small something gives advantage. You a bonus. And yes. then the other thing is, is, is for participating. Uh, you know, we've all flirted with sometimes former fashion Boy Scouts mm-hmm. or Girl Scouts or some kind of scouting program. Sure. Uh, you always got merit badges. Well, yeah. we'll have some kind of badge that you get at going to this event, and you might get a rocker or you might get something else. But if you do five a rock, of them, you might get a rock. Yeah, you know, rocker goes around. Oh, the, a rocker. A rocker around the. Ran for many years. Right. And they started giving out patches. Right, giving patches. And patch. I would see that uh, people would put their patches either on their miniature case. Yep. And some of them I see them attached to their dice bags. Right. And then if you like attend another year, you, you, you yeah. get a rocker again. You do five of them, it becomes a silver one. You do ten, you get gold. So there'll, yeah. there'll be some incentive to maybe travel more or do We're more all kind of collectors, you know. Yeah, so right. Yeah, got to get them all. By our nature, cool we're idea. collectors. Right, so just ask my wife. So that we'll have, and you'll see in the in next year's nice. organized cool. play. All right, so talking about what's coming. The future. Oh, the future. We've got him trapped in a corner now, so yes, he can't do. escape us. Yes, Someone freshen his drink. Some what? Someone freshen up his drink. Oh, yeah. you need a little <laughs> bit more? We better open that up then. All right. Sponsored. I'm not actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By sponsored. rum. I don't recommend <laughs> rum. By nice by rum. rum. Sponsored. By rum. sponsored. A, a generic A generic rum. Rum. Uh, Sponsored by a Minnesota rum. There you that go. That we will not name bottle. for legal reasons. I'll go yes. grab. Thank uh, you. Fire. <laughs> okay. Right. Boys, fire away. Here we go. So what's coming down the pike, John? What does Warlord have in store for us this year? Okay, well, we just released next weekend is going to be Doc, uh, Judge Dredd. Yep. Okay. And that's the actual Judge Dredd now. Yeah. Uh, the folks in the States here that don't read 2000 AD, their only experience with Strontium Dogs universes, generally the actual Drudge, Judge Dredd movies, which are not a, great. Kind, ha, kind of great and kind of what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the game itself looks really interesting. It's based on the same engine that Andy Chambers and, and Gaffthorpe did. Uh, uh, Roger Ferris stepped in and tweaked it to fit into the big make. And uh, it's going to be released Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next next Saturday, the next uh, iteration, or next month, January, you'll see Judge Anderson and the City Defenders. Awesome. And then there's uh, scheduled releases for probably the next six to eight months. And then we have a deal with Rebellion, so we're going to have a major Rebellion release every year. Mm-hmm. So we had Strontium Dog last year. Yep. This year we had Dread. Yep. Next year we might do uh, Slain, Torquemada, Rogue okay. Trooper. I don't, okay. I don't know yet. We're still working on it. All right. He but doesn't then, know yet. But, but then also, <laughs> addition to all that, we've got six to eight months releases of Dread stuff. Mm-hmm. And then over the next three to four years... We're going to have a pack for Cursed Earth, a pack for Apocalypse Wars. Okay, yeah, all right. A pack for Judge Cal. And, and, I, and I, I can hear you sitting here in Minnesota. Yes, I agree, and I've asked, but they keep saying no, but I'll keep pestering, so maybe they'll do it like they did Korea. They <laughs> right now refuse to do a Judge Fish. But if you're going to do Judge Cal, you're going to have Judge Fish. You're going to have Judge Fish. So, so the next three or four years, you will see releases for Dread. That's great. And we did pull airstrike from the release schedule because 
with Black Seas doing so phenomenally well, we're on our third set of 3,000. So we've already sold that. It came out in October, and we sold 6,000 copies already. Wow. So how unusual is that? I mean, so when you talk about What's the perspective that, of it, right? Right, right, like, right, right. right. Context, good, good, good right? call. So what's uh, the usual first, re- or, uh, thousand, first run? 1,000. 1,000. Uh, well, we bought 3,000. Usually it's about 3,000. Oh. You've you spent yeah. three, you know, 1,000, 1,500. So um, moderate excitement about a new product. How long would it take to get through a first run, traditionally? Four or five months. All right, so we got through this first run of Black 20 Seas. days. <laughs> well, you, if you put out a really good game, we're going to buy cheers. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheers to that. Yeah. Congratulations to Warlord. Sold out. Okay. I mean, it, we were pretty close to pre-release, and it took only a couple days after. So total all said, you know, 20, about 20 days. Right. And so we ordered 3,000 more. That sold out in a month. So oh, now wow. we've ordered so again. So we're on run three at this point. And it'll, it'll be back in stock in December. I got my pre-order. I got mine. So, so that's, that's what we're looking for. I picked up my French fleet here. Today. Today. Yeah, yep. So we're hoping that you know, Dread will do the same. So because we've got all of that pressure to do Black Seas, all that pressure to make sure Dread gets done, and all last year's we learned very, very well how to do <laughs> Black Friday sales. Yeah. <laughs> and what not to do. On what Black not Friday to do, sales. right? So we decided to, why should we put ourselves in that kind of a, uh, Pressure cooker. Why should we shoot ourselves in the foot? So we pulled airstrike to make sure it comes out right. So airstrike is the ground attack rules. It's about 96 pages. It's a beautiful book. So you're saying we rolled a two on our airstrike? Yes. Right. It's, it's going to circle around and come back later. <laughs> <laughs> land in February. Right. There we go. All right. And and, and that all the models will be in sufficient quantities. And, so and what models would those be for our uh, avid I readers? Think, I, I think they're going to have the uh, P40s and the P47s at that time. Very nice. We're going to see um, any tokens for the ground. Targets oh, yeah. Uh, okay. th- they're going to be like a 3 by 5 card. Nice. And they're very colorful, and there will be our strips. And, uh, so it's upstairs, and I was I was looking at, you know, the f- the, the wrecked frigate with four oh, yeah. black seas and yeah. the ship of the line and the little Easter egg. And I'm yeah. like, these, these yeah. are sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have airfield, trains, tanks, columns, uh, ships, uh, airfields, factories. Okay. Stuff like Fantastic. that. It's really cool. And then also in that rule book. It's going to be a standalone rule book, so they, they've taken all the three rule books of BRS and put it into one book. So if you buy Airstrike, you're good to go. That's Plus, really nice. Plus, Alley's in there. Plus, there's going to be some stats for Meteors and other aircraft nice. from Korea. I'm sorry, so, did you say Meteors? He did yeah, say Meteors. Yeah, that's, a, that's a jet, not right, the not, not the, not the Right, yeah, not yeah. the Comet. Yes, yes. So, yes. so people, <laughs> and that was another thing, too. You know, Andy's World's not ending, careful. Korea came out, and, and we said, well, what the hell, let's do something for BRS. So Andy Chambers said, let's do Migali. So that came out of the Korea book, which I was, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, uh, and now, if it was popular, we'd do more. Well, guess what? Miguel, he's freaking popular. Yeah. So, uh, so now we're going to do more jets for that. So that'll come out in February. So, uh, and uh, schedule, I'm pretty sure I'll have to check to make sure, but Blood Blood Skies releases are Axis Allies, Axis Allies. So mm-hmm. this month was Russians. So next month will be Germans. And I think on tap is 109 Gs and MA 262s. Sweet. Right. So it'll be Nowotny for the 262, and it'll be. Hartman. You got a big it. thumbs up from Jesse back you there when you said yes. Yeah. May, <laughs> may I inquire not to touch a sore point with some people? Uh, going forward, most of the Blood Red Skies releases are the new Warlord Resin? Will be. Will be. War, will be Warlord Resin. Will be metal, Warlord Resin. Metal is, is, and all the stuff for Jesuit will be either resin or Wonderful. plastic. And for the record, we've seen, uh, I've got to touch a hold, uh, and hold a couple of the new Warlord Resin models, and the resin quality seems fantastic to me. 
All right. So that's a thumbs uh, the, up for me. The Korea models, the resins are really good. the time working with international produced and 3D printed stuff. So yep. Yes, I have, I have purchased and or printed it's, it's no fail many cast. products from all over the place. I'm very, very happy with how the Warlord resin seems to be. You're nice. going to make well, me play you, Blood, Blood Red Skies again, aren't you? Well, I mean, I've got a ton of planes. I've got like 60 planes. I've got 140 yeah. for you. you want to have yeah, a right? <laughs> and then, that's that's yeah. just logistics my mind can't handle. Right, if he's dropping midway, I mean. Blood Red Skies yeah. with... That might with, you uh, play Blizzard Skies, I'll play Bolt Action. And that's fine. We can do a whole Pacific campaign because of Midway. When when Midway drops, summer. I mean, that's like the first war movie I ever saw as a kid was the Midway movie. So yeah. you know, did yeah, they Midway just release that? Uh, actually, they did. I haven't yeah. seen the new movie yet. I'm should do that. Yeah. Sad, Midway say. will come out in uh, when Blood Red Skies came out. It was Battle for Britain. It was yep, kind of yep. geared for the British. Yep. Okay, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, that, that hooked me in. Geared towards America. That was a big air battle. So yeah, it was. But yeah. Midway is also a hu- uh, Midway is also a tremendous air battle. <laughs> yes. So, so yes. Yeah, so when that comes out in the uh, spring summer, yeah, yeah it's going to be geared to carrier strikes. Yep. Uh, more aircraft, more different kinds of aircraft. Hellcats. Yeah. Uh, you know, not, not Hellcats weren't in Midway, but there'll be stats for there'll Hellcats. be stats for so, them, yep. and there'll be uh, SPDs. Uh, Sweet. We got the dive bomb Scout rules dive for that. Bombers, that yeah. be the dive bomber. Yeah, okay. SPDs. My, yep. My uh, favorite like in Midway, so. and then they'll have the the you know the the, the Devastators, which were horrible. Yep. They were slow, so yep. slow, so Devastators. Slow. And we'll have a bunch of more Japanese aircraft and wonderful ship targets and stuff like that. So that'll go in. So, And then uh, next year we're going to try to do a major release and a minor release. What does yeah. that mean? So what that means is we'll do a, each month will be a major, let's say, in January we'll have a major World War II release and a minor black powder release. Okay. And the World Both in January? Yeah. Okay. So, so let's say, this is not what's going to happen, I'm saying, for sake of our discussion. Sure. This the is only an example. Yeah. This is only, only an example. example. Um, in January, we'll have a major World War II release and a minor black powder release. Okay. What could that be? Well, major release might be some new Blood Red Sky stuff mm-hmm. or Bolt Action stuff or mm-hmm. Cruel Sea stuff. Black Powder would be maybe some more stuff for the Prussian War, maybe some new Black Seas, Please. something in that era. Okay. Right. And then February, major Black Powder release and minor Hail Caesar release. What about your that RSVP game or PUK? SBQR. Yeah, that one. Sonatus Publicus K. Romanus. Like R- yeah, come on. Yeah. RSVP game. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just released uh, uh, the Germania. Uh, uh, and if you've looked in that beautiful 196-page rule book for $30, and of all the starter sets, I have to say, all the starter sets we've ever done in the history of Warlord, oh my God, the SPQR starter box, 60 bucks. 60 bucks, okay? Right. And the rule book is 32. Okay. And the two, the two boxes of miniatures in there are both 29. That's a $90 value That's for really 60 good. bucks, right? And the rule book has got a crap ton of scenarios and 13 army lists. And we've only done. I don't need another. Yes, you do. Well, this is the starter, and this is the lead-in drug for Hail Caesar. Yeah, Everybody okay. needs more games. The first one. Is the first one's really cheap. I don't well, you only need fifty nari by a, you know a, a hero right. and a couple guys, and that hero has a, a, a tree progression like some of your video games. If you want to be like a real good swordsman, there's a tree of. So you guys level up. You can level up. Nice. There you go. And you can buy different. All you need like twenty figures, maybe thirty figures tops, and there's thirteen army lists in there. We've got the Gauls out. Who brought the Gauls? Never mind. Oh. No, don't go there. Uh, uh, we got the Romans, and like then we've got the say. Germanias, and we've got Macedonians. 
So we're going to do all those army lists. Very so there's cool. a lot more for that coming along. Nice. And you can expand those out to your uh, Hail Caesar army. So that's all right. So major, minor, each yeah, month. Each month, something will be like discipline. That. I like it. I like any, it a lot. Uh, any juicy bolt action related? Well, we've got. Uh, Is there anything you can't tell us? No. You know, <laughs> yeah. hit, hit, hit the. Uh, not hashtag air quotes the air pause button. <laughs> or, or as my my niece used to say, bunny ears. Bunny, bunny ears. ears. Yes. Yes. There we go. Bunny ears. We're totally not recording uh, this part, so you can tell yeah. us anything. Yeah. August. Look, uh, no, I April. hit pause. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Now I can really talk. Uh, let my hair down. April will see the release of Stalingrad. Nice. Uh, uh, and it's pick up be... your copy of Adepticon, right? Well, it comes out a week after Adepticon at Salute. At Salute. Okay. Salute is their map. Yeah, the seventeenth. You know. Uh, one day event. It's Gen Con in one day, uh, so you have to really have to plan out. Do I want to go play? Do I want to buy? How's my route? But uh, so, what would you do? Just as a one day salute or Adepticon, play or vendor hall? Oh yeah, it's 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 like that. Vendor hall. I can vendor play hall. anytime. Yeah, <laughs> probably vendor hall. I think I'm vendor hall too. Oh, John. And, and, and I gotta tell you, well, this year you. I was over for Cambridge Too Far. And I stayed an extra week, and I was actually, for the first time in the 50-plus years of my life, able to go to a United Kingdom game convention and not have to work it. Wow. All right. And it was, Hammerhead was phenomenal. And it's a mile away, or a half a mile away from an RF Air Force, retired Air Force base. Mm-hmm. So I got to play and watch some things, and I went over and crawled all over British jets and looked at some oh, That's awesome. Cool. That sounds like a great day. All right. So it was... Uh, it was a lot of fun, and it was different. A lot of little mom-and-pop organizations. Okay. But uh, it uh, – so we will have Stalingrad. I'll go over to England the week before. So can you tell us anything about about what to look for or what to expect? Will, there, will there be some new models? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New models? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. New models, new, new Will they be selectors? Japanese maybe? No. Not, well, maybe one dude, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I was, was there, the one. Was there, uh, was there as officially as you can be word on those guys that like to eat uh, – Bruschetta coming out in plastics? Oh, sure. Uh, maybe, yes. Maybe, yes. Well, I don't okay. know that that's, uh, I don't think we've, that's not Stalingrad related necessarily. Uh, as a matter of fact, the southern flank maybe of a the Stalingrad bit? line, there's oh, a all right. there. Okay. So, all right, so Sorry. Stalingrad, which is super exciting. Yeah, oh, it was, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I kind of expected Stalingrad late this year. Yeah, it, it, it got, we ended some, and so was supposed to, Mariana's Palau was supposed to come out. Okay. Yeah, I'm waiting well, we on that in, one too. Yeah, yeah, and, and we ran into some some production issues, some writer issues, some stuff like that. So okay. things happen, life happens. So, right. so we got, and again, we, we want to make the right product yeah. at yep. the right time. So we pushed them back. Okay. So Stalingrad come out in April. I'm gonna, I'll try to get some stuff for at least a preview copy at Adepticon. Cool. And All then right. uh, later in the year, we'll, we'll be Palau and Marianas. Okay. Awesome. Sweet. So that's that's both action. Uh, then we've got uh, we talked about a uh, bunch more stuff for for uh, cruel seas, black seas. The next two fleets will be next month will be American and, and, and Spanish and Spanish. And then then I think we might do. Gabriel is, is trying to figure out what to do next. Do we do? Period. So so when you say Gabriel, Gabriel, give us some Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel. Gabriel. He, he, yeah, he's the guy who wrote. Uh, he, he modified cruel seas. There you go. And, and and he loves that period, and he's done a great social. So presence. he wrote he wrote Black Seas. He wrote Black Seas. Yeah, okay. And uh, a lot of love in there, and it's really good. And he's really yeah. a big presence on social media to yep. help you out. Having played it in the club, we love it. So yeah, it's great. It's a fantastic game. Yeah, we've just done fool around stuff. Yeah, we haven't actually put together yeah. a fleet. So then, it's so what, what's awesome. next for that? You know, do we do Spanish Armada? Do we do right. pirates? No. Do we do we do you know? So do we do the Crimean? So then we can tie that into 
black powder right i mean so so do we do a campaign now with black seas like we can do with cruel seas yeah. and blood red skies mm-hmm. i mean some of these some of these game systems just they're in the same time period it's different different type of warfare yeah it feels like there's potentially quite a bit of overlap in that oh yeah and why not man you, and then so then we go back to what we were talking about before about organized events so let's have crimea one weekend or let's have stalingrad one weekend and on this row of tables, I'm putting a row of tables right behind Dale, yeah. is all Blood Red Skies. Mm-hmm. The center table is going to be all Cruel Seas, and then the other table is going to be Bolt Action. Yeah. All three of those tables have all three events running all simultaneous, and there's a big scoreboard like they saw in the old movies. Some some person up on the ladder moving shit around on the map. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you really want to control the campaign. So where can I get those push sticks? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and those really cool, like, Nozzle things they had on their chest, you'd speak into your own. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, goes back to that. We were talking about lunch or dinner tonight about down there at the, the World War II Museum and that fourth floor of that hotel now. Yes. It's all set in the 40s. Yeah. You know, if you, that, it, again, it's the nice painted miniatures, great tables, and the ambiance. Right. You start throwing yeah, in that the stuff like that. The, whole thing. the atmosphere, yep. like, you know, we're in here and a bunch of guys are still playing games and stuff, and it's getting late, but they're still having a ball, and it's, you do yep. it at the convention. So that's what's coming out for maybe Black Seas. All right. We'll okay. you know, Gabriel's okay. got some ideas. Sea Creatures, I showed you that one page we had. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was kind of cool. Release so, the Kraken. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not the rum. Uh, don't, get, don't get splashed by a white whale. That's right. Yeah, or the, or the ghost ship. Or the, ghost or, ship. or the plumber kraken, which happens exactly. at many conventions. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of plumber krakens. <laughs> there's been a so lot of release got, to so krakens. We've got Cruel Seas coming. We've got you know, a bunch of stuff for Cruel Seas. And then, of course, if we do... The stuff in, in Midway and all that stuff, there'll be stuff there. And, oh, you guys caught that we put on our website now. All those packets that we did for the D-Day campaign, mm-hmm. the air. The summertime D-Day campaign. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All those scenarios, Richard is, Richard Carlisle has compiled into PDFs. And you get all the BRF, BRS scenarios, all the bolt action scenarios, all the Cruel C scenarios are now in one packet. Nice. Oh, that's so really also, nice. Yeah, and I think they're free. So I was going to say, I already downloaded all of them. Yeah, and we're coming out with some other ones called, I think it's called Smuggler's Run for Black Seas. Ooh. That sounds like fun. That, does sound like fun. Tweaking those. that sounds like a yo-ho yo and a bottle of rum. Yes, yeah, so we're working on those. And some of the things for, uh, uh, there's, uh, oh, Desert Strike is going to come out probably. You'll see that. That's a supplement packet for Blood Red Skies in the desert. All right then. So, so they'll have those PRF, PDF, that kind of thing. I can put those desert German planes I have to use. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sweet. And we'll do something like that for cruel seas. And then, <coughs> I think the the uh, Andy's really getting excited with the lead pursuit guys. They're doing much stuff on Malta, so mm-hmm. you'll see that. Uh, so you might see something about that for Malta. Very nice. Uh, and uh, so that's let's see. We've covered Bloodroots guys. We've covered. I've got to look into my release schedule for what's coming out with Black Powder. But we're starting to do some more stuff for that. Uh, and then what else is new? Campaign stuff, maybe? That'd be nice. We like campaigns. Oh, oh, the Samurai Army for Air One. Oh, that's Just right. Released. Yeah. And then there's going to be another big, huge release for Air One next year that's going to be massive. It's never been done before. It's fantastic. All right. I love it. And, and of all the times I've known you guys... I've told you everything, but I've signed paperwork on this one. Oh, that's the way. Oh, that, don't enough. violate that. Yeah, there's an NDA. In the yeah, don't violate no, that. But I'm not tell you to get anyone into yeah, trouble. Yeah, I don't want you to get in trouble. Well, I can tell you, it's holy shit balls. Yeah. Grab your socks, babies, because yeah. there's some stuff that's never been done before. It's going to blow the air one wide open. All right, cool. Nice. I'm excited to hear that. Okay. Good deal. It should be awesome. 
John, thanks so much, man. You bet you guys. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate it. We love having you here. Skin next year. You bet. <laughs> done deal. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we can say that, too, because actually the event organizers for Renegade just stepped in. Standing uh, like five feet behind right us. Behind this us. is yes. the greatest event ever. We love it. <laughs> We're definitely doing this again next year, right? Nah, they're not even paying attention to it. Okay. That makes sense. They're looking well, at my board. Right, exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, again, thanks, guys, for the friendly. F- I, I always enjoy Again, like I said, it's been a long road, and I enjoy putting my pillow down here. And it's, uh, I'm looking forward to just resting. No, we appreciate yeah. that. Seriously, just, we really like that you come up. Yeah. yeah. For folks that listen, I, uh, John isn't like necessarily treating us any more special than he would anyone else that he encounters. Oh, thank you. So I, I really feel like if you reach out to him and he comes in, Anyone at Michigan GT or NashCon or Nova or any of the other places, well, he's going to treat you exactly the same way that he treats yeah, us. Which exactly. is, I mean, so what do you look for in a, in a miniature company? Um, uh, honesty, uh, um, uh, consistency, and we uh, get that 100% with John. Thank so you. Thank you. So Responsiveness. Yeah. I don't think I've ever sent a text or an email to John that hasn't been replied within a couple hours. Yeah, so Actually, now we're putting pressure on you. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Except for on Thursdays from 12 to 12. That's right. right. Yeah, everyone's got to have their own time, man. Which, which, we get that. You know, we're gaming Thursday evening anyway, so we're not going to bother you then. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you all have a great holiday. You get all the toys you Do wish for. Do the same. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Right. Safe travels. Yeah, and Good happy bet. Thanksgiving to the folks out there in the United States. And Celebrate and that. Or Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving if yeah. you're anywhere else in the world and just want to play some games on a Thursday night. Well, that's yeah. always a thing, too. And, Rick, if you're listening to this, we missed you, man. We wish you, you had been here. It would have been better had you been. Yeah, Roger Copper. All right, guys, you ready? Do it. This is Snafu. Over and out. Hope you like music.
Well, it's not plugged in. Well, if you, well, you, if you plug, plug it in, in, you'll hear something. It's up to you. Actually, that might be good because it'll cancel out the other ambient noise. For, but I don't mind. Okay, yeah, that's that's totally up to you guys. You know, if I, how do I plug mine in? Because I don't have to listen to that. You gotta get trying to get laid with the piano. Uh, you're, you're pretty cool. The hole looks awful big for that pin. You record? Yeah. I was talking about the piano guy. Yeah, yeah we, we always do that recording stuff, and this is where we get all of our bloopers and crap. <laughs> <coughs> Those are the parts we like. Oh, yeah, now I can hear you. Okay. Anyway, <coughs> John, do you want a headset or don't you care? Uh, I don't mind listening to the boy. It's okay, we're okay. Maybe the second set. Okay. <laughs> 